You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Glory Hall Radio Network, gloryholeradio.com. I know why I'm a little uh, nervous because there's a lot going on, and see that. I, I hear and everybody shit. Everybody takes Opie for granted, right? Opie, I see what it is that you oh. do. Oh, Jesus what just Christ. happened? There's a lot of shit this going. It's like on. that scene in Private Parts, the first time he does radio. <laughs> oh yeah, records <laughs> are scratching. I, uh, I have no idea if this is working. If this is, uh, if you guys are listening to this, we just tweeted it out. Joe tweeted it out. Bill, of course not. Gonna keep your fans <laughs> tweeting, uh, Bobby. If it's working, tweeting. Oh, you want? Oh, you want me to tweet it so you can get some people, more people listen? I would have done that if you asked me. Um, you I cunt. think I just did. Fucking cunt. No, but you, you asked me in a douchey way. Yeah, tweet me and Bob if it's working, and then we'll know if it's working. If you're listening, it's not what he's saying. He's saying that I should have told my podcast listeners no. to listen to me be on a podcast. It's no. exactly what you said. No, and if you didn't say it, you were insinuating it. You, had, you never liked me. I've never liked you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think this is live. Someone just texted me that it's it's actually live and it's going through. Fuck if it. it. We'll do it if, live. If, <laughs> <laughs> if it fucks up, though, if it starts stuttering, just refresh the page and it fixes it. So don't, I don't want fucking uh, panicking emails from people. Just refresh your page. Okay. But it's, it's live. Uh, uh, and you think anybody's going to panic email you if it cuts really? out suddenly? You want to check the emails? <laughs> I panicked. I had two What's donations. I had two donations. I got, we made $40 Don't this month. Don't leave me with the entire rest of the internet. Yeah, dude. It's not the fucking national disaster feed that comes to your I don't like how TV. Bobby's a little nervous right now, and he's putting it on everybody else, including really his listeners. Yeah, we're live, yeah, Bill. Bob. We're live. We'll do it live. Listen, just <laughs> settle in, Bob. All right, let's Relax. settle in. You're making me in. nervous. Well, well, you got to stop smoking a cigarette it. like Cruella DeVille. I'm on fucking Thursday, you cunt. <laughs> Don't quit. Can you not quit on Thursday? Bobby's quitting Thursday smoking, everybody. Don't quit. Because then I'm out there alone. Who and says I'm that? selfish. Who says that? The same reason why you got mad at me when I started going to the gym. And it, it, you said it disgusted you and you were angry that I was like trying to get healthy. I don't want you to quit smoking. You're my smoking friend. We smoke together. It's all over. Now you I'm, guys I'm, are going to have I'm open not, heart surgery together. I'm done, Joe. <laughs> because I'm, I, I feel pains in my chest. I don't feel right anymore. It doesn't feel good smoking. Like even now, I'm smoking. I've... I, I've tried not to have a cigarette in the last three hours, and it, I have to have it. This sucks. I hate it. God, you guys are so weak. Uh, yeah, I'm not. We're what? You're weak. Why are we weak? You're weak people. The only reason why the two of you exist is because of like penicillin and all those types of new inventions. Guys like you would have died in your, by the time you were 12 back in the day. <laughs> you would have yeah, been you know. dead too. I wouldn't have. You just quit everything recently. What are you talking about? You would have been dead. You were boozing up for years. I would have been years. a gunslinger drinking whiskey. <laughs> A gunslinger. What would Burr have been like in the Old West? I'm uh, telling you, dude, this oil shit's evil. <laughs> Bobby would have I'm been not all over it. For it. Dude, it's the latest technology, dude. Dude, get a Facebook oil page. I'm telling you, dude. There will be blood, dude. <laughs> I got to do all this shit. What Joe, you, you, would definitely, you would have definitely wore one of those derbies. Oh yeah, back in the day, yeah, he would have a vest. He would have a vest too. Would have been the guy yeah. selling tonic. 
I would have been. This will make you shoot fast. I would have been a farmer. <laughs> you probably would have been Irish. I would have been a farmer. Bob would have been. I don't know. Bob would have been vaudeville. Bobby would have been. <laughs> been <laughs> Bobby would have been lynched by the time he was yeah. sixteen for some know. bank I, robbery or something. Yeah, he looks like he's got a little Native American. I'd in be. Him. I'd be the guy in the town that. That own the fucking roulette table, but then the real tough guys come in and just slap me in the face and go, "We own it now," and I just have to oh, take it. Wait a I minute, see you doing that. We book. talked about I don't this like how you before. Just pick something. What? We talked about this on the podcast before when you weren't here, Bill, about who we would be in the Old West. And I decided Bobby would be the, the fat Mexican bartender that gets scared <laughs> when the shootout happens. <laughs> oh, we don't want no trouble. <laughs> I wouldn't. Joe, Joe wouldn't even make He's it. He's saying you're like, you look like Freddie Joe, Fender. You grew your Joe, hair back. Joe so would have died like. on the way to wherever their family was going. He would have just been dead. Guys like Joe don't die. Huh. Joe's like a, he's like, I don't know what he is. He's just one of those guys. He'd be, hey, guys. He, he would somehow, he'd somehow figure his way to how to snake his way through it. Yeah, he'd be a worm. I'd be the, he'd be I'm a worm. There you, you go. Be a worm. He'd be an absolute worm. He'd have a vest. Yeah. The, the guy that hired the gunslinger to clean out the fucking bad people, but then tried to fucking get him killed. Yeah. Do you want to just a flashback yeah. to one of the first times I ever met this fucking piece of shit, Joe DeRosa? <laughs> right. I was moving. Uh... I was moving. I had a fifth floor walk up. So I called Steve Byrne. I called every, you know, you know, you, you know, when you move from a fifth floor walk up, you got to call like, side. yeah, you got to call up that. like 20 guys. So five people will show up. Right. So big J fucking brought uh, DeRose along and uh, you just want to talk about fucking useless. Steve Byrne was an animal. Uh, big J was great. And I forget who else was there, but Joe, Joe, what he would do was he would just stand looking at boxes, like with this confused look on his face. Like he was trying to figure something out. He was totally fucking dogging it. Dude, you got to understand these guys were all new to the city, not Steve Burr, but those other guys. So half of them showed up thinking that they were going to get road work out of it. And Joe from day one was just an arrogant cunt. He just weighed them both out. Like, you know, five floor walk up, middle work at eh, all. It'll all work out. I'm not fucking doing this. I broke something. You did. Too. Yeah, and he broke, Something. I broke the glass on one of your pictures, like the you know it was one of the like a glassed-in picture in the frame, yeah. and I broke it, and you you got upset, and I said it was like that. I tried to lie and say that it was like that. Yeah, you come a long way. You really were a Philly piece of shit when I first met you. Yeah, I was a worm, man. I was a worm. I don't think I'm so bad these days. No, no, yeah, you you kind of grew of out of that. You were you were a little bit of a dirtbag. Oh, yeah, what do you mean show. a dirtbag? Well, I don't understand. He, he fucking broke my picture and then tried to say it was like that. He's like, wait, I'm in a picture, dude. And I was like, I, I don't know, dude. I think it was busted when I picked it up. So you lied? Uh, you know, I got to be honest. To this day. Joe's tell is when he squints his eyes and his <laughs> eyebrows touch. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Like, no, it's when he says, I got to be honest. Yeah. No one who's honest has to say, I'm going to be yeah, honest. Anybody, or you go, seriously? You're just buying time as you put I, together the lie. I, I, no, I swear to God, no bullshit. I would have no problem telling you if I broke it because it would be way funnier and I would enjoy laughing more like, I broke it and I lied. I can't remember if I hit it on something and it broke. Every great friend of my life really has did. broken something. You fucking smashed my fan. I did. I smashed your fan. And, and to it, this day, yeah. he sticks by the story, I woke up in a fluster. Yeah, I saw him tell you that story in Montreal. I didn't believe it. It, no, it's a fucking, it's an absolute fact. Why would I lie about it 10 years later? Because, Bob, it w uh, yeah, that, that's what finally convinced me. But you, uh, yeah, I that would must tell have you. been a hell of a fluster. Well, here, because that fucking door, nobody came to our apartment. Nobody knocked on the fucking door. Yeah, they nobody, did all the time. For you, I had no friends. And if that doorbell fucking, if that, if that doorbell rang and I was sleeping on that hot couch 
with the fucking the the yeah the it was steam yeah no steam. We, we we had a radi- we had this radiator from like the fucking Ralph Cramden oh. honeymoon <laughs> set. The thing was evil dude you would it, this thing would be like and it, and it would once that thing got going it would it was like a fucking sauna in there it and paralyzed it would, you oh dude you had you couldn't like get up. violent dreams you couldn't get up really you were just stuck on that couch and there was no way to shut there. the fucking thing off no way it was awful and in the, in, the, in the summertime we had no air conditioning and it became hot again like dude the fact that how we didn't end up killing each other we came close a couple times yeah yeah but it was fucking i mean for the 99% of the time was fun. It's a fucking great fucking time. Fucking blast. We used to play roller hockey. We used to, the we used to fly down the, the fucking street on rollerblades. But, like, through traffic. Remember that shit? How many people are calling us gay right now? Yeah, fuck How, that. You know what I love about rollerblades? They sold, like, 90 million of them. And then once everybody threw them in the back of the closet, they just wait till somebody admits that they had them. We actually had the cool ones. We had the hockey ones. We had hockey no, ones, With yeah. the no brakes on them. No brakes at all. How did you pull off playing roller hockey in the street in New York? No, no. We used to play in the park. We used to play in the park. It was like a, a basketball court. With no basketball rims. You remember that shit? We were in the prime of our lives, and all and all those fucking women would we'd be getting off of work, and they cut through the park. Yeah, you get all those smiles. Oh, Joe, back in the day, we both had full heads of hair. Oh, oh my god, boy. I had gorgeous hair. I know, fucking gorgeous hair. Yeah. We used to play roller hockey. I mean, f- like badass. And we'd fly down the street. Remember coming down the street, down the hill, and no brakes? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even fucking dream of doing that right now. No, there's no fucking way. I would mm-hmm. never, I wouldn't even go be on a Segway right yeah. now in New York City. We used to fucking blast down third no Avenue. No one has Lex. more courage than, than poor people. Oh. We didn't give a fuck. There was nothing to lose. What the fuck were you going to lose? <laughs> My awful plaid shirts I used to wear back then? I was never a big uh, athlete, guys. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, I wouldn't even fucking acknowledge that. And, uh, but I can say that, uh, you know, that the, the, hearing that does make me a little nostalgic for Did it remind you of a movie, Joe? No, no, Where no. Where are we going? Did movie it remind you booze? of college, Joe? It's, uh, when no. you used to get drunk and pull your dick out? <laughs> you love that story. Fucking great. Don't, you ever hear don't that turn story? on it now. Joe, Joe has three areas he goes in any conversation. Movies, booze, or his, day, his college time in Texas. <laughs> no, I lived in Texas. I oh, went lived to college. In Texas. Yeah. Oh. Did he ever tell you about his, his well, fuck? Yeah, he, all his, that shit. Well, Joe and his dick are here. No, he didn't. No, I didn't. Never heard that. I used oh. to get. I used to get. Uh, we used to all hang out in one like one dorm room, uh-huh. in uh, on our hall. Everybody'd hang out, and uh, me and my friend would set it up. I go, I go, all right, dude. You, you know what to do. We're gonna do it. You go, all right. And I'd go outside. <laughs> I'd take off all my clothes, <laughs> buck naked. I'd knock on the door, and my friend Joe would go, come in. <laughs> And I'd burst through the door totally naked, dancing like this. Oh, Jesus. And uh, he would go, he would go, hey, look, everybody, it's Joe and his cock. Joe and his cock are here. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Were there women there? <laughs> no, it was all dudes. We'd laugh our balls off. And there was this big dude named Steve, this big German kid, man, fucking biggest kid I've ever seen in my life. And the first time we did it, he got so disgusted. He was like, bunch of goddamn fucking queers. I'm getting the fuck out of here, right? And he left. And I swear to God, by the end of the semester, he'd be like, Joe, do Joe and his cock. That's dude. the funniest thing ever. <laughs> the funny, I, dude, I've done so many fucking podcasts. I think I'm out of stories, so I got to tell this one again. One time, uh, it was you, me, and Tony Moschetto. We all, when we lived up on 97th Street, I don't, it was like a 
Bobby, I don't know, it was like the perfect summer fucking day. And for once, we weren't going to go out to the clubs. I forget what the fuck we were going to do. We'd already planned we're going it We were going to out. watch a Red Sox game. Up at Yankee Stadium. We were going to, yeah, we are going to a Red Sox game. Dude, and it was the perfect spring day. You just were psyched. It was a brutal <laughs> winter, and it was awesome. The windows were open. We just had great food, and then uh, the tickets showed up, when I was, and I was just like, uh, dude, it doesn't get any better than this. And Bobby was wearing tearaway pants with nothing underneath it and he just stands up he goes it doesn't get any better than this and he fucking rips his <laughs> pants off dude like me and Tony like, I literally fell on the fucking floor <laughs> laughing because after he did it he stood there with this stupid look on his fucking oh, face that's hilarious when I lived with a I bombed sorry bombed anytime when he I has lived... to go that's hilarious and you move on to the next <laughs> one when I, when I lived with Okerson he was worst. sitting at the computer one day and he had a Ooh. swivel chair Boo. What? That fucking mitten-wearing asshole. <laughs> he was sitting at... You'll, you'll appreciate this. It's funny. He was sitting at the computer in, the, in a swivel chair. I took my pants down, and I went right up next to him. I put my dick right on his shoulder. And I oh. go, Jay! And he goes, what? fucking <laughs> <laughs> hit him oh. in the <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> I would get fucking angry with you know, that. Oh, we laughed our balls off. You'd laugh your balls off. It's you know what's, you know what's funny about Joe is Joe never played sports, but he has that total football player humor. That's all those guys used to do. I remember, like, in my school, they used to fucking pledge, like, the football players. The amount of fucking, like, it was just... At Emerson? No, no. Where'd you go? Emerson, right? No, no, no. I was going to say Emerson. No, I'm talking high school. Talking high school. Talking high school. Jesus Christ, Bob. You put my whole life out there. <laughs> Your social security? You don't tell people know you go to Emerson, right? Well, they do now. <laughs> Dude, that's a fucking, that's a crazy, honorable thing to have. The biggest stars in comedy went to Emerson. Who went to Emerson? Dennis Leary, Anthony Clark. Uh, that's it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Yeah, I mean, that's, Emerson's a fucking badass school. So anyways, in high school. <laughs> well, dude, when they used to, when they used to pledge, Can I say Emerson when, one more time? I'm just fucking with you, dude. I'm just fucking with you. Um, yeah, dude, like when, when they used to, the incoming freshman or sophomore, whoever, were trying to play varsity. They used to, they, I remember them coming back talking about all the hazing shit that they did, and all of it was, was borderline something that the village people would do. <laughs> it all involved, you know, sticking a cheese ball between your ass cheeks, and you had to run the length and drop it and do a Dixie cup. And it was all this let's humiliate them. But it was like, if you filmed it, you, you could sell it down in Chelsea. Dick humor's the f- it's hilarious. It makes me laugh every fucking uh, time. Dick humor's funny, but farts are fucking hilarious. I, I farted on ONA today. Just a small little one. Mm-hmm. And it filled the room up, but it took like five minutes. And they were in this middle, and Schumer and this lady. Were lady! Like, <laughs> we're in the middle of this fucking conversation about men and blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, it, all of a sudden, it was just, you could just see their faces start to twinge. And then just, what, what the fuck? Did somebody fart? And I was like, it's me. I did. Uh. And they were, Schumer had to leave the room. Oh, it's fucking the, uh, brilliant. I love farts and dicks. I mean, I put dicks what? over farts for comedy. You I put love dicks farts over and dicks. For dicks, it, it's so funny, man. It's so funny when a guy makes you look at his dick. <laughs> it's funny, man. I wish I had my dick out right now when you looked down because it would have been hilarious. Look at Bill. What do you gonna, think? Yeah, I'll throw a glass at you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> if you took, yeah, Billy's ne- Billy's never been. He's Billy's not, a yeah. fucking. Billy's a man, man. He 
doesn't fuck around. That's like silly shit. I'm into it. I agree. I fucking no, 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 I no. Whip my it's dick it's out. fun. I bet it's we're, we're in this fucking little apartment. My wife's downstairs too. Yeah, which your would fucking wife make me is mad. downstairs. Hey, and, it wouldn't watch. And I, dude, I seriously, I don't. It wouldn't make you mad. And I'm forty wife, fucking three. Does anybody see? care what I say? I don't, in this I don't even want it. I don't think they do. I'm not saying you're not even listening to me. Sorry, sorry, no. You know, you know what it is? Is we don't have on headphones. I guess this is why we wear headphones because you can't hear anything. It's kind of good when you guys talk. I can shit on you underneath. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Have your conversation. So fuck all this shit. Bill, you did Letterman tonight. Yes, I did. That's your third Letterman. Crazy? Yeah. It's one of the most... It went went awesome, but it's like... uh, I was joking with Greg Charles down at Caroline's that like doing four and a half minute sets on a show like that, that's like the stand-up equivalent to like being a relief pitcher. It's just so quick. You go in and you just can't fuck up if you screw up a joke that's like you walked a batter you're like all right just you know let that go and you know i messed one one joke i I messed up a little bit but but uh i I kind of yeah i figured out between this one and the last one how to do it i was always coming in there with stand-up comedy club energy and it just doesn't work because they they, they're such a hot crowd that they applaud and it, it messes up your time you have to you got to like almost like host the show. You do like a monologue. It's funny. Like when I was doing Opie and Anthony, we were watching Rich Little. That's where I, I the, it clicked. I was like, look how slow he's going. And he's killing. And then, then from then on out, like I've had much better sets on the show. But I got to tell you, dude, every time I go to do it, like uh, I, at some point I, I fucking freak out and have a meltdown. Really? Like I'm just like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. Why the fuck, why the fuck am I doing this? Why, do, why didn't I just, why don't I be a manager? And I could be the guy in the fucking green room going, okay, go out there and have a good set. Right, right, you right. Know, eating cookies and having a good fucking time. Why did I have to be this guy who goes out there? And then, of course, you get out there and you get a couple of laps and you're like, this is why. This is fucking awesome. But at one point, I always will have that. You know, I want to go home and crawl into my bed under the covers. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Four Nerve minutes. Record. Why is it we can go into a fucking club anywhere in the country, go up after anybody, do an hour. And, and I mean, look, I get nervous a little bit, but not really. You know, you're going to fucking do it. Sink or swim. It doesn't matter. Right. But that four minutes on TV, it's four fucking minutes. We're doing this for 20 years. It, when I did Carson yeah. Daly, dude, Carson Daly ain't shit. Nobody watches it. Doesn't fucking matter. It's like, I'm cool, I'm cool, I'm cool. And then when they go, are you ready? Something happens. You start to get a little because fucking it's nervous. Being, it's being documented. And like when you do stand up in a club, even if they just said go up and go do four minutes, like down Caroline's, you, yeah, you just go up and go do it. It's the fact that it's being filmed and it's being documented. And if you eat your balls, that is in your little Smithsonian but catalog. You know what, you know what? is rules. When there's regular... Yep. Like like when I do the gala in, in Montreal, I do the nasty show, I'm fine. Right. But when there's rules, when like, uh, don't say this or don't do that, you can't, it fucks up my head sometimes. Yeah, I get claustrophobic. fucked. claustrophobic. Absolutely. Yeah. One of, the, one of the only TV things I never gave a shit about was record, was when they taped the nasty show for HBO Canada. Because you were like, yeah, who gives a fuck? I'm just going out and right. doing the nasty. I could say whatever I want. Even if somebody heckles me, I can trash them. Right. You know, when they tell you it's four minutes, squeaky clean, don't address the audience, don't do that. You know, that's like being a cop and they're going, go in there. There's a guy in there with a gun. Yeah. No, you got to take him down, but you can only use these three methods. That's fucking scary. I, I actually started doing this thing. I did it on Carson Daly because, you know, we always have the mics with the cords. Uh-huh. I got so nervous while I was out there because they on Carson Daly it was the worst. Have you, have, I loved doing that show. I, it was the they did no warm up, 
No. That fa- show. Do you know Tom Papa told me he goes when that show was on. He goes, I used to always walk, he'd look at the lineup every week and he'd look for one of his friends to be on there and just watch him bomb and like because yeah. he used to bomb on everybody. Yeah. It, it wasn't even like you bombed. You'd bomb and Carson would laugh and the band would laugh, but the the crowd wasn't mic'd. Remember they, they had those they had the met, yeah. they had these metal folding chairs. Yeah. And it was all 16-year-old girls. Waiting to see the band, uh, whatever alt band and, Carson and had his, on. And his energy, he has like, the, his energy is like, who's that guy, uh, Charlie Rose? Yeah. It was like, he, he, that's his style of doing. So I always felt that like when I was going out there to do comedy, it was just like, it was almost obnoxious. Because they would be saying, oh, that's great. You got the album coming out. I'm telling you, man, every time I see you, just making better music. Okay, coming up now, the comedy. And I just felt like I had a fucking lampshade on my head. Like, you know, what the fuck is with Dude, cell phones? I, st- I, I did this thing the first time I went out there. I, I got so nervous that when I, you know, when you have the mic when you uh-huh. do this. Yep. And you kind of, you shake the mic to get the mic cord out of wherever fucking tangle it's in when you're walking around the stage. Uh-huh. I started fucking shaking I had the mic in my hand, and I would do this after the joke. I would just shake the mic like I had a cord. I came off, and my manager was like, what the fuck was that? And when we watched it, just me, after every joke, kind of just shaking my, the microphone. Jeez, that's fucking hilarious. And then the second time I went out, I did it again. And he would talk, dude, don't do that. I got it. Fuck you. Fuck, I'm, not gonna, I'm out there, and I did it one time. I shook it. And then the third time, I, I did it three times. The third time, I finally didn't give a fuck. Kevin Bacon and his brother's band. They, right, they the were Bacon the, Brothers, yeah. I fucking started smashing them and making fun of Footloose. Right. And I didn't give a fuck because I knew it didn't matter. But that was my first TV legitimate, besides Premium Blend. But right. No, no, no. I remember. I remember no, one of yeah. your first ones. Beach House. I have it on tape uh, at home. Really? This poor yeah. bastard. I remember that. He did Jim Brewer's Beach House. For some reason. What channel was that on? MTV. 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 Let's put stand-up comedy outside during oh. the day on a beach. Oh. And you must great thing about Brewer is he would still kill. I know. It's like he's he's, he's I like know. in a tropical storm and he's still killing. So he brings out Bobby and Bobby crushed. And I know he crushed because he come, came home totally excited or crushed for that level that, of dude, your thing, right? They were it was 100 degrees out. The kids were out there all day. They had to spray him down with uh, super soakers. These just 19-year-old uh. hot jersey broads sitting on the sand. And you, this is what the sun was facing you. So you couldn't see. So you're out there Christ. squinting your eyes, and you and they're, they're literally spraying these hot kids down as you're doing your show. And they're all shit-faced on top of it because it's spring break. <laughs> well, by the time I got up, they were like off their high. They were just hot, hot and dehydrated. Ugh. And they would, you know, they know TV doesn't give a fuck. They're like, we need right. you, to, you know, come on, pep it up. Oh fuck me, dude. And then you had to sit on a swing with Brewer, and he oh, interviewed th- you. Dude, all I remember was Bobby came home, and he was excited, because despite all of that, he had a good set. So he called all his family and friends to watch it. Mm. And then we sat and we watched on this little kitchen TV that I had, and he's sitting there watching, and I'm getting all excited to see him kill on this thing. And they hadn't mic'd the crowd. And I could tell by his face he was doing all right, but when you watched it at home, yeah. it looked like he's eating <laughs> his balls. And I watched Bobby smile slowly, like just completely deflated. And the worst part was it ended, and the phone didn't ring nobody oh, called his mom Jesus. nobody fucking called not because they're assholes they just didn't know what to say and then i was just sitting there going like dude dude that was good and you were like no it wasn't jesus christ 20 seconds later this jackass has ordered like 50 bucks worth of chinese food jesus christ this, this, uh, <laughs> I forgot that, dude, that was like well, that, that was early on well, 97 98 that my first carson i bombed 
my jokes were bomb. And the first one out of the gate, bomb. Second one, bomb. I trickled out a couple more. It was a bad set. I'm shaking my hand. Right. I go to the cellar. They're airing it on Friday night. We're at the cellar. It's on both TVs. Someone found out that I was on Carson Daly. Uh, they asked the, put it on, put it on. I want to see Robert. Oh, and the second you go, no, she goes, oh, put it on. Put it on. Put it on. Right. Good. But yeah. I, I saving grace, there's no volume. So they're just going to, they just watch you at the cellar on it and they read the closed caption. Right? right? Fine. They're going to read my jokes. Laugh, laugh, laugh. This cunt on the first joke wrote light laughter. <laughs> Steve Byrne was... Oh, oh, no. Steve Byrne was right next to me and went, fucking you, bombed. Oh, he just started laughing that at That is funny, man. <laughs> Even the guy writing it knew I was bombing. Jesus Christ. They have to Dude. let deaf people know how bad you're doing, too. Yeah, that is a fucking dick move. You know Dude. he's just a dick who's up fucking at one in the morning having yeah, but dude, a type of shit. The second anybody writes anything about you, it's, it's never wire to wire a good thing. Someone wrote this great uh, review of my, my some stand-up show I did, but even then they had to like take a shot of how I looked. You know, his, uh, his big head lumbers around the stage. He just, where does it come from, though? I don't... What happened to, like, Elvis fans? Dude, I would pay someone for a fluff piece. At some point, I would just love to be able to read. Uh, and that's, that's why you can't fucking read them. Speaking of which... What? I have a hate mail that I received. Really? No, Joe, you? Yes. Fucking sweetheart As we like talked you? about this. Because we've, really? we've got... Yeah, this is right on fucking subject. Uh, Joe, no one was saying you were taking it off subject. The, uh, no, I'm just happy you mention it because I was like, oh, maybe I can read. Because I wrote a retort to the hate mail, then I didn't send it. Don't. don't, don't ever, you never write them back. This kid then writes to me. they know you me, read it. Yeah. Well, he's going to know now if he's listening to this. But this kid writes to me. We've been getting so many nice messages about this podcast. And this kid. Really? And, it's awful. Yeah, I know. It stinks. But, uh, <laughs> you know, low hey, Bobby lost in his cell phone. Yeah, look. What, what no, you... I'm just reading these fucking tweets from people right now. Yeah? Yeah, because we're talking about. If I, I know that if I go to this Twitter, people are going to be like. He, uh, why can't we just be in the moment here, Bob, and just do yeah. a fucking show? Because this is my podcast, Bill, and I got to fucking, I got to uh, work it well, out. Well, you were listening when he was talking. Hey, Maybe I'm you can doing, listen I'm, when I'm, I'm talking. I'm right now. You're what? Anthony and you're Norton. Okay. I'm running the board. I'm making sure no, the show I'm works. I'm Anthony. No, he's I'm here Anthony. every week with you. Joe. Oh, sorry. Yeah, listen, yeah, Joe, no matter how long you're in this business. <laughs> here we go, Bob. He really Joe, no matter I'm how joking, long I'm you're joking. in this business, you're always going to be behind me and Bob. That's I know, just how it is. You're always going to be the little brother. All right. Director. He goes, so this kid, this kid, sends, <laughs> this kid sends me an email and he writes, he writes, uh, hey, DeRosa, I just listened to you on, on Bill Burr's podcast when you and the one where you and Bobby Kelly were on together. You're a pussy, man. Grow some balls. Exactly. Right. That's what I, we were trying to tell you on that podcast. <laughs> Do, yeah. Okay. So this is the retort so I wrote. Okay. But I didn't send it. I wrote, Mark, thank you for your email, man. Sincerely. It's rare that I get honest feedback from the audience. And I love the rare occasions that I do. I mean, usually for career advice. I go to my manager or agent or a fellow comedian. Oh, he's going to go obnoxious. Or anybody at all in the fucking world with an ounce of showbiz experience. But it's really refreshing when a totally clueless putz like yourself chimes in. It exposes me to a fresh perspective. One that, due to its utter stupidity, is so f infrequently voiced. Also, just to clarify, what kind of balls do I need to grow? The kind that let me be a tough guy like you? After all, you did figure out how to be confrontational in the how most long? pussy way possible over email. Oh, you big, strong man, you. So in case you haven't gathered yet, 
you're a douche, and that's a fact. It's not that I think you're a douche. You are a douche, definitely, without question. Just enjoy knowing that. Oh, Jesus, Joe. Get to the end. Just offering an outsider's perspective. You should understand what that's all about. Boom. Touche. Joe, once you said putts, it's over. Now go and fuck off, asshole. Yeah, you shouldn't have said putts. I didn't send it. I just wrote it to make myself feel better. What are you, fucking Mel Brooks? Huh? Yeah, why did you read it to us, though, if you didn't send it? Hit send. No. No, don't do that. I thought we would just enjoy hearing it. you know how psyched I would be as a listener to know that you fucking wrote the Declaration of Independence? To a fucking five words that I sent. You grow a dick, you suck, and then you're gonna write. You know, I, I, I had a girl. I had I'm a. I'm sick of it, though. Joe, how long did it take you to write that? How, how much? How much time in your life did know, you ten waste? Minutes, five minutes. You're full of shit. It would have took you me. You talk to yourself. It would have took all, me a long you, time. It would have not him. First of all, you had to you had to get worked up. You had to let that email roll around in your head. Oh, I read the email a week ago, and I never said anything. But it's been bugging you and for a I week. And then I saw. I left it alone, and then I saw it in my inbox today, and then I was like, "Fuck this!" And then I typed that up. I had, I had one the other day. Caught me. Caught it me. It just bugs me, man. It's like you know, no. It's a, it's a new. It's a new level of tough skin. You have to. Fight. It's like getting heckled. How they, how that would devastate you when you first started. And but and, some and, some people have to. But some. I, I wrote back a lady who lady. saw my special, my half hour special, and my, you know some of the fat jokes I was doing, and she was appalled that I was talking oh, about being yeah, fat. Oh yeah, that one was awesome. And that was a good one. Yeah, she she really laid into me about her. She has obese sister, and you don't know what it is, and the fact that you're. And I spent a day and a half writing an email back to this whore about, you know, who, how fucking dare you Yeah, tell because me. you had lost the weight. So she thought, she thought he was just being mean to fat people the way I am. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's the fucking, that, and that's what bothers me about it. These people don't stop to actually listen. They have selective hearing. They pick out the words they want to hear. And, and then they, so do we. And then they have knee-jerk responses to stuff. At least think it over. Think it out for a fucking day or yeah, two. Yeah, but he was. Pro- I guarantee say. you that guy was a fan of yours and a fan of Bill's podcast, and was just. We were calling you a pussy that day, busting your nuts, and he's just trying to be us, going, dude, man yeah, up. He's going pu- to write back. You just got trolled. Well, you know, that like, new dude, that new thing that everybody said. It's it's you just. It's breaking balls. You basically just say something just to make somebody mad, and you not you don't even fucking mean it. It's, uh, it's, so it's, it's 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 yeah. It's like what seventh grade girls do, and for some reason, it's like all the rage. You know, what, it's basically the video game equivalent of when you lose a game, and then you just say, "Why well, let you win? I wasn't even trying." This, this is, is what I hate. This it's is what really I hate. gay. Basically. When a guy yeah, fucking I, no, tweets, it's really gay. when a guy will tweet Billy and smashes me in it. You know, puts my name in it, but tweets him to say, Bob Kelly's such a fat fuck. Why do you hang out with him or something to make to bond with him? He doesn't like me. I fucking block those douchebags. But this guy just sent it to you. If he sent it to me and him about you, that's a different fucking thing. No, it yeah. bothers me, man. It, you know what? He Settle is in, trying. Joe. It's, it's going to get a lot worse. It was me, Joe. He is, it yeah. was me, Joe. <laughs> he, it was me. Right. It was me. No, it I sent it. It wasn't you. I swear to God. The and you know something, Joe? You were there, being Bob. a bitch on that one. You were He's, being a bitch on that podcast. I, look, I, I admit it on the podcast that I was being a bitch because I was stressed out about, uh, about the festival and trying to fucking chill out. I admitted to that. What bothered me was he is trying to be you guys. And it's like, you know what? You don't get to be these guys. Number one, you're not them. Number two, you don't know Uh, me the way they do. Bobby, I'm about ready to send Joe an email. 
It's fucking annoying. No, let's let's have fun, Joe. I don't want to talk about an old podcast. No, no, no. We're not talking about an old podcast. We're talking about people sending you hate mail. The fucking reviews of we're talking about people sending you hate mail. I know, Joe. And I already told you, you got to develop a tough skin and just move on. I disagree. I agree that you got to have a tough skin to tough skin to criticism. Write back to those people. See see how see how that works. I don't write back to them ever. You're not listening to me. I'm not saying I'm right. I am listening to you. You wrote like fucking. You know he's gonna do. You know what this podcast is gonna? He's gonna send you another email. I'm not listening. He's not if. Because if we could, I'm just trying to explain something. I agree that Joe, you, Joe. Can I just say something first of all? Right. You don't have the ability to go fucking da and move on. You're a you have a lawyer in your blood. You need to make your point and fucking listen. I agree with you. If you agree with us, shut the fuck up and let's talk about something. But you're else. saying you Thank don't you. agree with me. I fucking Bobby, I agree with you. I agree with you. First of all, first of all, first of all this is slowly Here's becoming a, our. Turn, Podcast. Turn, can we just off, say that? Can, can, can I get a little? Bobby, can I get a little? Yeah. Wait a minute. Don't even bring that up. It's, it's, why is he always begging for you, credit? Why are you letting him fucking do that? Why? Do what? Bobby. He, he said it, not me. Don't yell at me. I'm not. But it's, it's Bobby, a lot of Bobby, my why? this and your that. Time out. Time out. I'm joking. Why I'm joking. is he I'm joking. always Because Bill, begging, it's a joke. Begging Because I'm joking. Because it's a joke. It isn't a joke. It's a joke, Bill. Do you remember when we did the Montreal show? Stop saying Bill, Bill, Listen, Bill. It's a joke. Bobby. All right. You said it. I heard it. He Remember heard when it. Remember when we were up in talk. Montreal? We're up what? in Montreal and we're doing the cheat live show. Yeah. And we say, Joe, you'll host. Bobby will go in next and I'll close it out. And then he's like, dude, you know, I just feel like if, if I host, I'm just worried how I'm going to look. It, we're doing stand-up in a transvestite bar. It's just, Joe, you're always fighting for above-the-line credits. But I'm this not is, can I just say, How Joe, is that above the line? Joe, I've how been telling ab- you for years that you stink. Yeah. And you need... <laughs> I get what you're mad. doing. I'm just Joe, fucking Joe, with I you. I know you are, Jay, but I, Joe, uh, Joe, 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 Joe. Listen. Joe, hold on. Everybody hold loves on. you. Hold oh, on. Everybody Jesus. loves is, Joe. Joe. Say something. Joe, I love you, man. We respect we talk. you This is our podcast. We do it together. Okay? Well, uh... I'd like to see my picture up there at some point. It's not going to happen. Fuck you! You Again, said you would put it up there. Six months. Six months. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where your commitment lies. It's been getting Listen. better. It's been getting better. Go Listen, ahead. No, Listen. Bobby's like Dave Grohl with this podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? Dave Grohl, well, the way he holds together the Foo Fighters. They have people going in and out, and in and out, and in and out, and he's he's the anchor. All right. Um, I did do a Gary Gullman podcast this weekend. Oh, thanks for calling me. I was in Connecticut. Were you huh? going to take a train to Connecticut? Oh, yeah. you did it when you were at your show yeah. together. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. <laughs> See, you That's were, <laughs> thanks for calling me. Fuck you. I'm going because you kept telling me about the Goldman one. I was excited about it. I was too. Joe, do you think you'll ever get over your abandonment issues? No. Never. Never. Was it raining when your real parents... Uh, <laughs> Left you on well, that I don't stoop. know why I find it funny. Anytime we bring up that you're adopted, makes me laugh. Because um, it's my pain, and you find that humorous. <laughs> it's, it's not pain. You're fine. You got a better oh, family. Oh yeah, I've been hey, tip-top how, mental how condition. Long, <laughs> yeah. How yeah. long was the basket that they put Joe in? You know, he was a basket. Lo- he was like a long baby. I bet it was, it was a to, it was a to-go tin. That <laughs> <laughs> was the first like joke I ever wrote. That was a, literally the first joke I ever wrote. About that, I wrote. Uh, I, my the first joke I ever wrote was. Uh, I'm Egyptian. I'm also adopted. Well, I wasn't adopted. My parents found me floating down the river in a basket. Moses reference. That was the first joke I ever wrote. It's a right. terrible joke. Wow. But yeah, first joke I ever wrote. Not so bad. what you're My basically joke. saying is that we're really tapping into the core of your pain. No, I'm saying that your Which basket really joke is my, my first joke. <laughs> my first joke was at Catch a Rising Star. Remember Catch a Rising Star in yeah. Harvard Square? Yep. Uh, you used to have to sign up on the wall. 
Yep. You know, put your name on the wall to do open mic. I remember. I invited my whole family down. Fifteen of them came down, and the owner of the club said, "Listen, uh, I don't want your family screaming and yelling. So tell them to keep it down when you go up. I don't. I don't want the they other." They saw the white trash up. family tree that you came from. Okay. Right, no, no. Is it white trash? No, my family's not white trash. Dude, in in, in Harvard Square. Why are you letting him do this, no, dude? No, no, no. He is. I'm being honest because I'm actually thinking if my family. I've never thought if my family's white trash. And they are white trash because all 13 of us lived in one house. So they, yeah. it would be white trash. But here's the deal. Generally terrible people. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> but here's the deal. Well, we didn't all come from fucking Canton and have trees in our backyard. <laughs> yeah, it really is funny when it goes on to the other guy. Shut up, you adopted <laughs> Why don't you learn Arab? to enjoy it more? <laughs> Jesus, Joe. And then you open your mouth and now we're back to you. Would you let him tell the story? We, my I first don't care joke, about my the story. My first joke was I took a... I go, I shook my hand like this. I shook my hand like I was holding something, like I was ringing a bell. I go, what's this? And then the crowd would begrudgingly go, what? And I go, (laughs) me making coffee. And then I took out two equals and I shook the equals and I ripped the package open and I poured them on the stage. That's not even a joke. Yeah. That was my first joke. That's a mind. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's not even a joke. Fuck you, you baby in a basket. At least, but that, at least Moses there was a punchline. I'm trying line. to think of some of mine. I you, can't even. I, I had. Uh, you had Will Burr, tree, t- Tim Burr. Tim Burr, what Bill was that Burr. One? I forget that. It was. Oh, you did oh, a, no, no, it. Was a, that was a bad one. That was. Uh, it was a killer joke. You killed. At the beginning, that wasn't bad as mine. You, that joke. I, I, dude, I, I, had, I had a joke. I had a joke about. Uh, Crisscross, the rap group. Yeah, and because I was making fun of how young they were, and it was warm it up, Chris. Warm it up, Chris. Hey, go to bed, Chris. What are you like? Nine years old? <laughs> Nothing. Just. <laughs> 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 you know, it's funny though. That sounds like a bird joke, though. It sounds like a shitty bird joke, but it sounds. Yeah. Like a- well, I mean, I wasn't like I was I had a staff of writers, Joe. But you know what I mean? my, my, my That voice. sounds like it would get a laugh. It, I mean, it stinks, but it sounds like I'd get a laugh. Oh, Joe, let me tell you something. I, it, it didn't. And I actually did the little fucking dance warming up, whatever the hell oh. I was doing. <laughs> oh, dude, one of, here's another shitty early one I did. When right after 9-11 happened. I just thought of one, too. And they were, this is fun. Let's go around the circle with them. The... Uh, after 9-11 happened Oh, fucking Sorry. Joe Jesus Christ Sorry. You got a fucking you, Your long fucking fingers and arms and elbows Have to knock shit over all the time Yeah What was that? Some remote or something Joe, what did fucking. you do? Did you put, you put your arm up there? Oh, your, no, just to, a like lanky what? fucking how, how did, giraffe exactly? You just oh, like, did another <laughs> one. Oh. Is yeah, wrong with you? Yeah, I did that on Does your hands up? Did you really think that was hand? an accident the second Jesus time? Christ. <laughs> he spilled a fucking beer on my iPhone a month ago. I go out with him That's finally hilarious. to a bar, and he fucking he has to talk with his hands because he's so fucking uh, fucking. I got what, what, <laughs> animated. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say, enigmatic something, but I couldn't think of the word. I'll admit it's yeah, Bob do? grew up in prison. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, you're, 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 you're minutes away from them putting that Voss list up on the wall at OA. Uh, no, no, for dude, you. nobody's fucking dumb as that, dude. Come on. I fuck up on there. You know, no, but what Bob does. A word once in a while, but that cocksucker this is the fucks, genius. Up, fucks up real, like, like regular words. You say supposedly? Supposedly. 
Supposedly. I say... You say sociably? Sociably. Yeah, you put a B in it. I do, because I'm from Boston. (laughs) I blame it on my upbringing in Boston. Go ahead. What were you saying, Bill? I was saying the genius of Bob is Bob knows where he's smart, and he stays on that little corner, and he'll (laughs) he'll just talk there. Voss tries to just start... Walking around the fucking room. Yeah. Yeah. Stuttering. I was hanging out with Deepak Chopra. Oh, Voss. <laughs> you shouldn't have been. Uh, the, uh, he looks oh, Wait, evil. so, wait, let's do the shitty jokes. That was so, fun. I want to so, hear another shitty joke. Joe, will I, you hang out with me if I go to a comb over like that guy? Of course. <laughs> In about 10, you would? Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a true friend. I'd hang out I'm with sorry, you guys there's a guy on TV with I, a comb over. I did, uh, I did a joke about the, remember the, remember Ice, ice Castles? Uh-uh. The show about the blind... I remember blind, the reference. It was a, a blind, chick movie. It was a blind ice skater. Figure skater? No. She was blind. And it was a, you know, a tragic story, and she comes Did out she again. Did she get raped? No, she doesn't get raped. And why she, were you watching it? She, oh, jeez. <laughs> she had raped. We'll talk about fucking I spit on your grave after this, you fucking dirtball. Who got me into rape? Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Who, I did? <laughs> Dude, you got... So I spit on your grave was like the first... I told you about that movie. I didn't get you into rape. That, that was your The childhood. rape scene on The Rock? Yeah, no, that's that movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about that movie. You're just telling me I just randomly brought up that movie, or was no, it? No, you was were like, was dude, I, this was this I, I was reacting to the porn you were watching. You said, dude, this fucking movie is crazy. Oh, oh no, my God. dude, I remember why I brought that up. I remember why, and I can't fucking say why. Okay. If you hit pause, I can tell <laughs> you why, and then you can fucking say if I can say it on the I podcast. I don't know if we have pause. I, don't, I right. haven't figured that out yet. Something oh, yeah. tells me you guys should just save it till after. This sounds like something you don't want to. No, I remember why. <laughs> I mean, his voice I, dropped I love, two octaves. Yeah, Billy's yeah, octaves. Yeah. It ain't on me. Yeah. I remember why now. No, I All right, fuck it. Well, tell me after. But um, So ice castles. Yeah, the chick was a blind ice skater, and at the end, she fucking oh, does the move. Oh, river. And she, they all, <laughs> this is the funniest part, though. They all start throwing, you know, at, when she finally gets the whole move down and she wins the competition, they all start throwing roses out on the fucking ice. And does she wipe and out? she wipes out. And What happens? And uh, she falls. Oh, does <laughs> she the, hurt herself? No, she just gets back up and skates around. But... My my joke was like, she's blind. Why would you throw roses? But then I start acting out. Bravo, bravo. I remember oh, that. Oh shit. Whoops. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Pardon me. And I, like the guy's trying to leave. Oh. And I never that got bad. that part of the joke. Oh. What is, excuse dude. me. Pardon me. That that's from. Uh, I took that from uh, Mel Brooks's movie. What is it? Uh, the producers. Excuse I remember me. Bob, me. Bobby's first really good joke. What? Uh, you did one about some girl. Oh, stop the insanity. Oh. And how she lost. He goes, she lost like whatever, 400. She lost, she's 600 pounds. Where did all the loose skin Where go? Where did all the skin go? She folded and sticking in her ass like a parachute. And then you would go. <laughs> you would make this sound that sounded exactly like a parachute. Folding of up. skin folding up into her ass. <laughs> and I thought it was like, oh, that's an awesome joke. <laughs> that's funny. He's got I sound I actually met effects. her. You know who dated her? Uh, uh, Jessica Kirsten. Was her, that was her girlfriend for a while, Susan Powders. Oh, really? She, yeah, she came out of you the You know what's funny? On my podcast, I don't name names. On this one, dude, you name fucking hometowns. 
You just fucking, you just really just fucking. That's, that's why people love it. It's oh, is that what it is? This is just, this is like, I, uh, well, Jessica, scandalous. Jessica, I mean, I, I, well, I would I, let her fucking maybe throw that out there that she dated that parachute ass chick. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point, Bill. You know, you fucking name names too. No, don't do it like that, though. Not the way you do it. Not the way you do it. Not the way you do it. I love Jessica Kirsten. One of my favorites. I love her too. There's a rumor out there that Bob doesn't. I know. Shut the fuck up. Where that rumor? And I love Jessica, which is why I wouldn't have ever said her name on this podcast. I would say Jack because I want people to go follow Jessica. You offended her a little bit. A little bit. Shut up with your fucking long fingers. It's so passive. I don't like that Joe's watch doesn't fit on his wrist, it fits on his forearm. It's so passive aggressive that he just did that to Jessica. Here's because I started out in a black club in Philly. Here's one of my first jokes. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because you had to. I don't like that Joe hasn't looked at me once during this. He's telling you everything. I'm t- I kind of thought you were doing the same and it was bugging I'm me. I'm not. Well, really? So you just do what. Yep. You suck as a human. Yep, yep. You really just uh, suck. Hold sociably. on. Listen to this. Listen to this joke. Sociably. Sociably. <laughs> listen to this joke. This Because you're in the black rooms, dude, and I had no idea what I was doing. And I was like, I got I to gotta be like a black comic and deliver shit that way. And it was right after 9-11, and they put out that thing that said, anybody that can catch a terrorist will give you, you know, a million-dollar reward. And I was like, man, I'm half Egyptian, but I don't even care. I was looking through my high school yearbook for anybody that even had a tan. <laughs> wow. Wow. I liked your little black scent. You're so yeah. black. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did the black scent on the end. Because you know, you used to do black rooms all the time. You'd whenever, slip into that. I was, I was born, but there's yet another story I've already done on a podcast. I told on Aisha's last week was I fucking, I would throw in, uh, when I was starting to bomb, I would, I would still do my material, but I would throw in, you know what I'm saying? At the end of my, at the end of every joke, I'd be like, but blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? That's like, oh, yeah. that's like dumb <laughs> Robinson. Like, you know what Why Rob- am I saying that right now? <laughs> Robinson does that when he's bombing a joke bombs. He'll go, true story. True story. Like, that's going to fucking make him go, oh, well, it's true. It was, oh, he does that? I, I did it the other night. He did it at your room, too. Pay yeah. attention, goddamn. Yeah, uh, true story. You Fuck had a off. joke. You had a joke about. Uh, I remember it was the first time I met you guys when we went up to that college with Okerson and we went to that crazy strip library. club and all that shit. The yeah. library, yeah. But you had a joke, and I remember Jay turned to me and he goes, I oh, could tell Billy still does the black rooms occasionally because <laughs> you were talking you were talking about being in the army. You had that joke about being in the army, and you go, you think you're going to be fighting and shooting guns. You end up just painting a tank or whatever and doing chores. And you're sitting there painting a tank going, this is some bullshit. And when you get built, oh, and, that, yeah. and Jay goes, that's a black room punchline. Yeah. I tell you, you yeah. go, this is some bullshit. That's actually, I should, I should credit <laughs> Will Sylvance. Well, that that's almost sounds like Will Sylvan. It's not the joke, but saying this is some bullshit. That was it. That was the that <laughs> yeah. was the gig that the lady came out the lady? and she goes, she goes, oh, look at these are new microphones. So uh, does any you don't bang them or do it? No, not fucking not at all. Yeah. Oh, we don't fucking what are we are not hacks. We don't fucking bang the microphone. What are we carrot top? And then we cut to. Billy fucking clanging the new microphone on the mic. Yeah, the fucking king, 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 he king. He threw it on the ground. That was at the end. That was the last bit. <laughs> then he tosses it on the ground, and we're like, what are you doing? This lady's like, oh, fucking new $500 wireless <laughs> microphone. Jesus, yeah, she was freaking. I just remember hearing it clang off the mic stand going, I hey, remember cling, that. Yeah. cling, cling, cling. I was just, doing some bit. Oh. 
Was it cutting out on me? I can't remember what. No, you had no. a bit where you had to you had to make the noise, and you probably did it at the comedy club with the mic. But nobody, you know, nobody gives a fuck. This lady oh, specifically yeah. said, "You guys I haven't don't done do college this." College and forever, and I swear to God, I don't, I don't miss those. I, I would always get in trouble at those things. I'm doing one Saturday night. Now, call, but I'm doing the SUNY Delhi. I do it once a year for Marty. It's a fucking whatever. It's an orientation. I remember doing one and. They had some fuck. It was like, what was what was that thing? Orientation. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. This I just time, said. yeah, orientation. They would have the kids come in. Right, new kids. Yeah, so there's some guy up there, some recovered heroin addict. He's talking about bottoming out and don't doing, not doing drugs and blah 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 and this all this sad shit. And then I got to go on after it. So like, I, I went up there. I was like, you know, I love these recovered addicts. You know, if they've had all their fun and banged in the mud, all of a sudden you're supposed to sit here and not do anything. <laughs> you got four years to get, do all your drugs and blah, blah, blah. I said something like that. I basically advocated oh. using drugs after it, yeah. trying to get a laugh. It actually kind of worked, and I did fine. But the second, as I was doing the bit, I saw the, the organizers scurrying around and talking to this one guy. Oh. And Ben Bailey was closing it. And he wasn't there yet. And I remember uh, I was supposed to do a half hour. It was about 25 minutes into my set, and Ben shows up. And the second he shows up, like five people fucking walk right up to him and start telling him what he can and can't say. And as they're talking to him, he sort of looks up at me, and I just smile. Then I'm like, hey, I don't think I'm getting the fucking check on this one. I got that. I had that happen so many fucking times. One time in Boston at a school, me and Jeff Ross, I said, I used to say uh, uh, faggy. In my act at one point I go that's faggy And Dane was there a month before And his closing bit at the time Yeah you're a faggot You're a faggot Yeah And she comes up to me after This poor girl I felt bad for her She had to come up to me and deliver me the news How they were disappointed in me and the show Because we, I said I made fun of gay people She was beat red like, she was so nervous to say this to me. I go, when did I make fun of gay people? Well, you said fa- faggy, the word faggy. I go, faggy? I go, I go, did you have Dane Cook here? Like a month ago, right? She goes, yeah. I go, his closing bit, do you remember it? She goes, yeah. I go, he says, you're a faggot. And nobody had a problem with that. She goes, well, it's kind of the way he says it. Is a little. I'm like, fuck, whatever, fuck you. That's funny. I like how you went Kobe Bryant on him. Yeah. Shaq does it too. <laughs> well, yeah, you got what you deserve for throwing uh, your friend fuck, under the bus. Fuck, yeah. fuck that. No, fuck you her. threw. Dane you know what? Under the, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You threw Dane under the bus there. Yeah. Why'd you bring up Dane? Because I, why wouldn't I fucking bring up fucking Dane? Because he's a friend. No, fuck you. He's a that friend. fucking cocksucker said faggot, and everybody and all these and fucking scumbags. Then you, then you bring them up. All these scumbags, fucking uh, college students who have no fucking clue, have no backbone, just go down like cattle and sheep, no. whatever fucking road. And I gotta admit, to do with I gotta admit, no. the way you're saying it now, it is offensive. The way you say it, oh, it doesn't bother up. me when Dane says it. When he says it, though, <laughs> it bothers me. Dane is just so goddamn likable. <laughs> Bobby goes he on really stage. Is, he really is a likable guy. Yeah. <laughs> he is. I really, I made a girl flinch on fr- Saturday night. <laughs> I, I, and I, I went in, I, she, she said something to me, and I went, I didn't hear her. I just leaned in. I go, what? And she flinched. I go, did you think I was going to hit you? But it's just my fucking, yeah. my energy. And you know what's funny about that is you were the one who actually taught me what? I'm such a psycho. You used to give me tips on how not to be so blunt with people. Yeah. I remember one time we went to a restaurant and the lady goes, oh, is everything okay here? You want some water? And I went, no. 
<laughs> she walked away, and back then I didn't know that was bad. Yeah. And you were like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, what? She asked me if I want water. I said, no. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, but you could be like, um, you know what? Thanks for asking, but I'm okay. Uh-huh. And I actually had to work on that for like a fucking year. I, I, Have my last three stories what? bombed or no, not? No, not at all. I don't think you're wrong for doing that, though. Sometimes you no, got to... fucking wrong. I mean... It's, you some f- girl fucking... Uh, very nice girl comic that I met the other night. She goes, here, and she hands me a pen. And I go, what is that? And she goes, these are my pens that I give out. I go, I don't want it. And she goes, just take it. It's no, my that's, pen. No, that's, that's different. Funny. No, I don't want that's it. Different, that's different, Joe. That's different. You should that's, have done the honesty. take it and then throw it down yeah, the street. Why do you want a fucking pen from an open micer? Some waitress that just, hey, do you guys need anything? No. Eh, tone. It's tone. We're talking about tone with a civilian or some open mic or giving out pens. Fuck her. I get annoyed, though, when people are too engaging in the restaurant. I got a buddy that I go to Subway with a lot. Just out of coincidence. Jesus, Joe. And have consideration for some of the economic troubles people have no, out there. I, look, I love before Subway. You, before you bring out your highfalutin restaurants. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, but I, I go to Subway. defended it before you let him finish the fucking ball well, I thought he thing. was saying I, I know, never mind. I don't I know. know. I got did. mixed up. I know you did. But we go to Subway a lot together. I love the guy. But every time we're in there, he's like, he's like, yes, thank you very much. Uh, cheddar, please. And he's too nice. And it's like, stop. It's Subway. You point and you go peppers, pickles, onions, Tomatoes. I don't like what people. No, thank you. We don't need water right now. He, there's nothing wrong with what he did. He said no. Do you need anything? I don't, I yeah. No. What would wrong. Joe be doing if he wasn't you trying to block Joe, the sunshine in somebody's life? Listen, let me tell you something. That's, <laughs> That's the worst thing. When Joe fucking finally does make it, if it does happen, if he makes it, he's uh, in a critical he's point right now. Fucking gonna be a dick. I'm not. You're gonna be a dick. I'm not. You're gonna go to restaurants. You're gonna be the guy that returns shit just to return it. No. I stopped doing that. I used to do that. I stopped doing it. <laughs> exactly. He already I fucking did it. knew it. No. And it's not even. I just, I just knew that was you. You know what's funny doing too, is, is for, for, for the listeners here, Bob, nobody fucking calls it like Bobby Kelly. When he says somebody's a fucking psycho, I swear to God, that last person, not going to name a name, not, I, I am done. I am done. Because when you, when you call somebody out, I, I, every time I go, dude, you know, you're just being uptight, and he fucking nails it every time. I always, like, three months later, I fucking figure it out. But I'm telling you, so if he says that you're going to be an, uh, uh, an asshole when you met, he, you know what he's going to be? He's going to be like uh, Brett Butler. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's yeah. what you're going to be. Why? What, Storm it. Because there's something just... What did she, no, what did she do, though? Like, what was her thing oh, that she Jesus, did? Jesus, I'm going to trash her now. Uh, she, she, was, uh, uh, she was quite a character when she had her own show. Yeah, Roseanne, same thing. She fucking snapped on people. Flipped out. Right. Yeah, flipped out. Once you get a little power, Joe, it's a wrap. You're, you're, it's a wrap. You don't. You might be a wrap now, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know if we're going to get that far. Friend to friend, you don't do well with it. We you, do well you with don't what? do well with you don't power. Do good pe- you're not good with power. You're not good with power. It could be true. It could be true. No, no. We're telling you it no, is it, true. No, we're not even kidding right now. <laughs> it's like I know you're waiting for us to. You're no, not I know you guys are doing You're trying to play it off like we're joking. I know Joe, you I'm guys are doing it. Joe, yeah. I'm telling you. Like, Look at this what, fucking what, what smirk is, on his face. <laughs> Joe, I'm dead. I'm like, because it's funny to me. But, I never yeah, freaked like, on the set of Cheat once. I'm not. What? I was calm as shit on the set of Cheat. We, I, we, I, I never freaked. We were, we were under a lot of pressure. I Joe, never freaked. I'm telling you, you don't handle it well. <laughs> I never yelled at anybody. I never. I was very cool and collected the whole time that we did that. And what do you I would, think? What do you think? What do you think, Bob? What's he gonna book? And we're gonna see the other side of him. And he, here's the other. And this is the thing. How long is it gonna take him to come out of it? That I'm, I'm now doing well, so now I'm treating people like shit. When is he going to come back to I being- guarantee if Joe books a show 
where he's on it uh, all the time. Something, especially if it's like, you know, like a half hour pilot where he's like one of the stars and he's making good coin. And, you know, we're, it's it's the phone calls we're going to get. It's probably going to be the first month he's going to start. Go- Dude, I'm, I, I just I can't. I'm busy right now. I apologize. The phone calls. No I think more. he's going to be really particular about what's in his dressing room. It's really hacky, but I just really see him being that guy. About I you know he's going to get the call, too. It's like, dude, I just, I just want Gatorade. Is yeah. it, why and can't then, I just and have then, Gatorade? Oh, and then the way he fucking over, like, you know, oh, my God, you know, goes over every fucking detail. Oh. And if there's any sort of the show might go away, that's when it's going to bubble to the surface where Joe's going to fucking snap. Oh, your first fame, right. your first fame, you're going to fucking lose it. Well, You're here's, lose it. Here's, I feel bad for Conan. I feel bad for the management. That's why I feel bad. Because they're going to get 900 fucking phone calls about just menial bullshit. Just fucking horseshit. Here's a classic Joe DeRosa. He comes out to L.A., tells me I, I can never live out here, blah, 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 blah. We ended up having this meeting at this guy's fancy house up in the fucking hills. Ten minutes later, we coming out of here. He goes, dude, see, this is why I want to get our movies done. So I can buy a house up in these hills and tell everybody to go fuck themselves. We're not even down the hill yet. We're not even down the fucking hill, dude. I fucking laughed my ass off. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He wants power and he wants to wield it and he's going to abuse it. I, 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 I don't think I would be... An abusive dick. This or isn't up like for debate, Joe. We're telling you how it is. I think I'd be a dick in the way that I would be crazy in my head about shit, and then people would think I was being an asshole, but I wasn't. I just wasn't being. He's already en- blaming the victims. Engaging. Yeah, you know, because and, I'm walking around you know, thinking the, about well, shit. The second thing that would suck about him is his outfits. The outfits he would have. The shoes, you know, we definitely back to the beginning of no, the podcast. No. Vests, you'd be totally into vest, a pocket watch. No, but that's more your <laughs> issue. That's more your issue because because he's going to be such a dick and not handle his power well. A, a blue collar guy like you having to take shit from a guy who's going to dress the way Joe is, like yeah. he's sort of in uh, right. What, what's 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 that big Sherlock Holmes movies? He's going to dress it. something like that. A, a <laughs> yeah, he's going to have a fucking ascot. He'll do a show with an ascot. <laughs> well, hey, you a know, pocket watch, little pointy shoes. We'll see what happens. Look, I am already trying to buy the buy the shoes. I mean, you've seen the shoes. Joe's shoes are fucking. I, I respect you that you always try to dress up. I, I actually like that you dress up. But your fucking apartment. I mean, you couldn't have got a better sub. Oh yeah. I mean, he that's is the only reason why he's still there. I just, it's just there's no reason. Sick. I'm never going to get a better guy. I can't stand to look at the man. <laughs> but you can't. You wouldn't be. I mean, no. his, that, that him and your that apartment, apartment is in better shape than if I lived there. He cleans it non fucking stop. Every time you go there, he's wiping something and organizing. It's the tremendous. shoes are fucking. Uh, just perfectly, or just uh, boom, 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 right on the floor. It's got to be one of the most infuriating things to Bill in the world that when he stays there, I am cleaning up after him and making him feel uncomfortable in the and place Bill that he owns. That Bill he is owns. pretty neat. He owns it. I'm fucking cleaning the shit up. <laughs> Bill, could it, you it please? honestly doesn't bother me. I, oh, I, I, I love that. I'm glad I love it that. doesn't. That he freaks out. He unplugs everything so there's no fire. He sweeps up. And then when he goes on the road for like half a day, he's worried the biggest rat ever is going to come in there and eat the one crumb. And he just, he just sits there. He just meticulously cleans that fucking place. It's Every time he goes on the road, he cleans the apartment. Yeah. If he could have a personality... The way he cleans that apartment. I, do. I, I think that Straight we Straight and boring. 
Ah, Joe, it's no fun when you agree. You figured it out. <laughs> now, did I, I, I? That's the thing I hate. <laughs> what was that? He just he went real quiet. He went shut up. Oh. <laughs> that's the thing I hate most about going on the road. Is I actually I get I get major anxiety about leaving the apartment. I get tremendous anxiety about having making sure it's clean. I'm so scared. I'm going to leave water running. I'm going and I'm checking the faucets five times. It's sick. It's it's, Joe, it's what obsessive level compulsive. Of power are you going to have to achieve in this business to fill that void of abandonment? That's what I want to know. Like how much is the industry going to have to be sucking your dick before you finally hey, I'll never enjoy it. I'll never enjoy human being. Cuz if I got to the ultimate level of power in this business, if I got there, I would enjoy it. I'd be like my empire I'd, is crumbling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be is, like Ace Rothstein in Casino. If any, you anything got to do with your fucking self around this place, I would just go batshit. I wouldn't enjoy. And, and that's a why you want to be a director too. He does, he wants to fucking. He'd rather be a director because that's more power. That's more power than the star. Joe, the, no, it's he, nothing more to be coming down in that fucking levitating chair. All right, this is a go. Yeah, just, with a fucking yeah. cone. Of course. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to do that? No, I would actually love to do it. But with you, there's, there's, there's that extra. I would do it because it's fucking cool. You do it because you... You know what this reminds me of? There was a dude one time told me this story. We were talking about, you know, making it, whatever the fuck that means. He goes, man, and I want to make it so I can do this, this, and this. And he goes, man, I want to make it so one time I can have an apartment full, a house full or whatever, the baddest bitches in the world, and right in the middle of the party, turn off the stereo and tell everybody to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> you got elements of that, Joe. Uh, I got it, admit- You want that house on the hill? Get the fuck off my property. You got that, Joe. I got to admit, I, got, I was watching Iron Man 2 the other day, and I got excited in the big birthday party scene when he's wasted, and he's finally like, get out of here, all of you. <laughs> Just watching a bunch of bimbos have to fucking try to run in their high heels. Did you see that fucking, the movie, it's on Netflix, called Superheroes? Where they're real fucking superheroes. They're just no, regular. No, they're real people. Pretending. Real people, and they're in all over the country. Not the, not the Hollywood Boulevard Not the thing. Hollywood Boulevard guys. They're real people who are superheroes. They have costumes and they patrol the fucking That's streets. fucking awesome. The ones in New York are kind of actually kind of okay. But the ones in Orlando, the guy in Orlando just has like a German helmet. He spray painted silver and then lacrosse armor that he spray painted silver. He has a cape. He's fat. He's got like a mullet. And he's an alcoholic, so every fucking half hour, <laughs> oh my God, that's every awesome. half hour he runs over to his van, his van, and he has big, tall Budweisers or bushes, and he goes, "You work up a mighty thirst being a superhero," and he just cracks it and chugs the whole thing. This guy and sounds then, like the greatest person ever. Oh, <laughs> this fucking guy, and he, try, he goes into bars, and he'll go in there. Let me patrol in here, make sure he'll go to the bar and just order a crick beer. He's shit faced by the end of his patrol. <laughs> And he's so. And Where can all, I watch that? That guy sounds. It's on awesome. Netflix. It's called Superheroes, and these fucking guys. Most of them are fat and fat. like one one guy hid it from his girl. His costumes. You have costumes. to to protect her safety. <laughs> well, she found out, and she goes, "Well, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So if you're gonna do it." I'm going to go with you. So now she went, She goes out as a superhero, too. But she's just a fat girl. So she uh. just got a T-shirt 
uh, the, like, a, like it's a kitten, super kitten or something like that. <laughs> and she goes out with them. And they, it's like a middle-aged Wonder uh, Woman. Dude, the ones in New York, though, are kind of badass. It's this fucking gay kid. who. What's that stuff uh, they did in James? But they do all the movies now where they jump from building to building. and right. fucking, What's oh, that yeah. called? I forget. There's a name for it. Know. Planking. So, no, that's not I'm it. I'm joking. But, um, it's, it's some... But, but he knows oh, how to... wacky He kids. does all that shit, and he has... You know, some of them have uh, stuff that they made, um, like gadgets that they made. But this guy actually has cool fucking gadgets. Like, he has a flashlight on his chest, like Iron Man, that is so bright. It's fucking crazy bright that if he, just he hits it on his chest, it will blind whoever's looking at him. Describe the brightness of it again, Bob. It's bright like uh, he has this crazy light that's like so bright well they go out he's got this hot chick who's a fucking she's she's and these two big motherfuckers just shredded they're all in shape they all do karate and jujitsu and all fucking martial arts and they send the girl out walking around by herself in the neighborhood and then they'll go it's entrapment yeah it is and they'll they actually say that on the fucking thing and they'll go behind her and uh, they'll they'll try to catch people that way and they'll send him out dressed like really gay and they'll try to get people to fucking attack him or take his money (laughs) and then they'll come out and fucking attack him. There's one guy that walks around Washington Square him up Park when, he, when he's really gay. Like, the, what exactly do they? Dress he had him a up? mesh shirt, black mesh shirt <laughs> with suspenders, <laughs> and and I think it was red leather pants. And then he he swished his you know, ass as funny, he walked down the street. He's dressed like every guy in every heavy metal band I saw in the '80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All those glam. Do you ever go back and look at the cover of Molly Cruz Theater of Pain? Did you oh, ever look at Vince? They're Neal? fucking gorgeous. They're gorgeous women. They're yeah, Vince Neil looks like some chick you'd, uh, you'd try and pick up at Hooters. Tommy Lee? Fucking uh, yeah, gorgeous. Poison was like that, too. Poison was, they were The lead beautiful. singer, not the other guys. Beautiful. Yeah, the yeah, other Brett guys. Was you fucking. said the funniest one. The, the drummer looked like Maud. <laughs> yeah. Remember when yeah, 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 yeah. He up? does. A fucking idiot haircut. Remember Cinderella? Dude, yeah. I saw I all those I fucking did too, bands. Man. The Palace. Remember the Palace? And then they had the Channel. No, I only, I only went to the big ones. I went to the Providence Civic Center. I went there. And, yeah, and the Worcester Center. And that's the thing. Well, I was talking on my podcast about the 20th anniversary of Nevermind. Like, everybody actually it was this cataclysmic moment. Like, it be, I, I, I never felt it. I listened to it. I was like, you know, I saw the video. I was like, yeah, it's all right. I didn't like how he was making fun of the tap on solos. Remember when Kurt Cobain did that shit? I still was into the... Uh, all that, all that headbanger shit. I love fucking. I love headbanger and he, and, and hair bands with my shit. That's what. Remember, I, saw, I didn't like I the saw, hair bangers. I like the headbanger ones, and then I liked like ACDC. I saw Warrant at fucking the channel. My cherry pie, she's much. I was like as close they as was I am. They were only playing the channel at that point. The channel. Did he yeah. just die? Didn't you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Just died. Just died. What are you doing? That fucking poor guy. He never forgave himself for writing that song. He goes, at one time, he was like, "I could shoot myself in the head for writing that song." I saw this thing on on VH1. I was like, "Jesus Christ, man! He's he's being really hard on himself." Like, it's like, dude, every band from that era, except for like two, went down in flames when grunge came in. Why are you taking all of that on your shoulders, like? It's like you wrote it, it was a hit fucking song, and music changed the same way it changed from disco yeah. to uh, whatever the fuck went out. What did he, he, heavy metal. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I, they, you don't know how he they, died? They found him in a comfort inn. They don't inn. know yet. They found him in a hotel. And, uh, yeah. He, it wasn't a comfort inn. It was a Westwood. Fu- it was actually a little better than that. But it, he, yeah, it was I, awful. He's a father. He's got kids. Yeah, but he, it's fucking yeah, he had the best story about like the change over to grunge uh, on Behind the Music. 
He said when Cherry Pie came out, he goes, we went into our record label. They were on like Warner Brothers or Electric, whatever it was, some huge label. And he goes right behind the secretary's desk of the headquarters of the record label was a giant subway poster of Warrant Cherry Pie. And he's like, man, we're, yeah, we're on top. And he goes, right. and then I remember when our next album was about to come out, we went in. And it was Alice in Chains facelift, and he was like, "Oh boy, times are changing." Like, yeah, it's well, Def everybody Leppard, had. Def f- Leppard had one where they went on uh, some MTV show, and it was right, dude. It was like fucking, you know, December of 1991. So Nevermind <laughs> came out, and then Alice in Chains, who actually had an album out before them uh, that I actually saw on MTV, but like the whole show was all grunge. And then Def Leppard, and he goes, yeah, we were like the sacrificial lambs that night because everyone was wearing flannels and they're out there. Pour some sugar on me. I hated hated that album. I I fucking love Def Leppard. I I love the first one was great. The second one I liked. Pyromania was the shit, but I didn't didn't like the... uh, What about the drummer who fucking lost an arm? Yeah, I kept playing. And then playing. comes back. What does he play? He, he uses his foot. Mm-hmm. What he, did, the, he, he used yeah. his, his left foot for the snare drum. But then, then eventually he went back to playing a regular kit. And he almost plays it the way Charlie Watts does. Where Charlie Watts for a while wasn't hitting the hi-hat when he hit the snare at the same time. Is he the just, guy from the Stones? Yeah, he just plays with like, he just plays up top with the one hand, you know? Most un- I mean, I, I don't know how, I, look, you're a drummer. He might be a great drummer. But I used to, every time I see the Stones growing up and see him, I would fucking... What the fuck? Why is he in the band? You got oh, Mick. Charlie? Fuck. Oh, because. You got, and then just him. You know oh, why? Fucking made me sick. You know why? I, said, I used to say the same thing. I was like, he stinks. He's not a good drummer. No. He's a phenomenal jazz drummer. He's like an impeccable, brilliant jazz drummer. And he just, when he plays rock, it's, it's just like, well, this is... No, 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 no. He's playing for the song. Like, if he, if he was to go out and try and do some Keith Moon shit, which he couldn't do. It's not his style, but like... Keith Moon's not the guy for that band. How about smiling? How huh? about looking at the audience, pointing a drumstick at a hot chick? Uh, oh, Jesus. That's... You you like the cheese in it up. Look, Bob. Yeah, that's I not the I've told Bob for fucking years he should play drums. I'm oh. telling you. Oh, you'd be a great drummer. He'd be a, dude, you would be a, you a fucking insane. You have a presence. <laughs> Seriously. And, and you're totally in, into like the show and that stuff. And you also, when you, when you fucking sing songs and stuff, you're musical enough where you're going to be fine. I'm not saying to quit comedy and go become a professional <laughs> yes, drummer. Yes, you are. But, dude, you're telling that's you. exactly what I'm telling you're you, Bob. Telling you're the next yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, every time when, when I go to the fucking, like, uh, we'll go to uh, one of those goddamn music stores guitar Sam center Ash. and it'll be like, Bill sit down and play something sit down and play something and then I play something afterwards him acting out what I just played is always better and uh, he always you uh, always do the thing where you grab the cymbal and choke it <laughs> he's got like dude he goes that's fucking you and you get boom you bat he always does that fucking thing whatever the fuck you do and the look on his face is like dude I would fucking kill to watch uh, you watch you play drums I have dreams I have I have two dreams I have a terrible dream it's always tsunamis 100, 200 foot waves. I'm on the top of a hotel building. And no room that service. High, that high. <laughs> no room service. Sorry, I had to get They're one. They're that high. <laughs> They're coming in. And then I have a dream where I'm oh, the fucking, I'm the fucking drummer in a metal band. And, but the, it's 200,000 people. And at the stage is 100 feet high. It's like that fucking just big. And I'm on the fucking drums. And I just, there's one point where the guy goes, and Robert, Kelly, Kelly on, on the drums. Scoom, boom, bat. Doom, doom, bat. Doom, doom, bat. Boom, doom, bat, bat. Bat, doom, scat, boom, bat, bat. And I just go nuts. 
fucking but have if you a time. Passion, you really should do it. You should just do it. I know. You could, you could learn t- how to do it. You have the basement apartment here. Do is perfect. I know. We'll go see next time Metallica comes around. We'll go see him. Yeah. Because you'll love it. Because I'm Lars, like- Lars is a good drummer. He's not the greatest drummer. He's a very good drummer. Yeah. But he gets up in between songs and runs to the side of the stage. He goes. <laughs> and I love, screams at the audience I love and runs Tommy back. It's Lee, awesome. man. Tommy Lee is one of my favorite drummers because he fucking he it's it's like he's fucking working metal. Just like a fucking iron. Yeah. He's coming down on it. No, fucking, he's awesome. We saw, we saw them when, when they opened up for oh. uh, Aerosmith on Jones Beach, and he was the fucking heart of that band, man. He was insane. Yeah, Lee was on he point. He is the shit. I, it bugged me his last thing, the circus thing they have on Netflix, that concert thing, and he, he did a new, you know, because he always came up with the new shit. Right. He would, you know, the drum kit would come up, then it came up, and, and then it turned upside down, and he's over Buddy the Rich fucking crown. I, I never saw that right. shit. So that Buddy was, Rich did he that? would always, every time you saw a crew you'd see him do some different shit i fucking and then, I, I didn't know I, I saw i'll show you the youtube video on but the then end. fucking um what's his name he did that fucking weird shit in the last special they did the movie i didn't, didn't even know there was a motley it's crew on netflix movie. motley cruise fucking circus of something it's their concert comeback it's actually pretty cool but uh he does this thing where he goes up and he does new drums and he does all kinds of Bullshit like Jimmy Page shit with the electronic. It was really weird and I'm fucking comfortable. It's like he doesn't you, like oh that he, methods of mayhem stuff he does. I just it's like dude, just go fucking be you. Dance he doesn't like brought you, dude. Stop trying to be a rapper. Stop trying to. No, fuck. but that's no, but that's why he's he doesn't good, like though, doing he drum keeps, solos. He, he said it before. Really? Yeah, but that's yeah. that's why he he, he keeps, said only do them if it's like a showmany kind of thing. He said he hates doing them because they're stupid. Drum no, but, solos. Tommy Lee, yeah. When they did the cage thing, when that was new, I remember seeing him on MTV going, the drum solos are dumb. I don't see the point. I said, the only way I'm doing it is if we do something cool with it. So we came up with this thing where I go up in a cage over the audience. So, like, now he's got to try to outdo that fucking thing so, every yeah, year. Yeah, now, Buddy Rich didn't do that, but Buddy Rich actually was playing on a TV show, and they lifted him up, and they spun him completely upside down, and he played, and then they brought him back, and they brought him down. It was very primitive compared to what Tommy's doing, but uh, there's a YouTube video of it. I was like, holy shit. I hate, people, I hate when people go, everything's been done. Everything's been done. You're like, fuck you. There's still something original. And like stuff like that just crushes me. You know what, you know what I fucking learned yesterday? Your is name that isn't Robert Kelly? When you're in the fucking car and you're pulling up to get gas and you're like, what side is it on? Which side? Well, look out the window. I don't know. It's on you. And then you pull in and it's on the wrong. And you're going to fucking swing back around because it's on the other side. Yeah. All you have to do is look at the fucking gas tank, the fuel gauge, and where the little gas tank symbol is. It is an arrow on the right side or the left side. That's new. new. That's never. That hasn't been in the car. I always. Forever. What I do is whenever I have a rental car, I come in and I, I, I flip the thing to open the door, and then I just look. Yeah, the but side they don't the have mirror. that a lot of times anymore. In cars the new ones, I rent you just do. push them. <laughs> Fucking Goldman told do. me about it. He said he's had it for years. I'm telling you, that's a feature, dude. My, my, like my mom and dad's cars, which are. Ten years old, they don't have that in the car. Well, that's an old car, Joe. Well, Joe, that's what I'm saying. We're not talking about the what piece of shit cars your yeah, parents drive. Yeah, we're not talking about those <laughs> metal cars. Yeah, I'm saying it's a newer feature. <laughs> that's a newer feature. That's a Joe. last five years kind of. But feature. that's a Joe. fucking how? Why did it take so long? What? We're talking about modern times. Yeah, we're, we're not talking, talking about, now, about dude. right. Not yeah. with your family. Right, I was the, stupid. What the I flood said. Flood and all that. That was dumb. What I said. Parents have just been horrible. Joe, what is with After your fucking flood. shorts? <laughs> Not that I'm just bumming his around. His assistant coach shorts. <laughs> I bought these to go to the gym in, so I just fucking... How's, oh. the, how's the gym working out? I just thought I'm enjoying it. A joke I used to do on stage Must when say. I used to do a uh, shitty one? colleges. Just 
Oh. Fuck me, dude. I used, this is before I moved to New York. This is terrible. You know, guys, they wear the pants, the khakis, and the thing always sticks up, the cloth where it looks like a dick. Yeah. I would bring a guy on stage. And I'd go, I, you know. The second you bring anybody on I, stage. I would go Parker. like this. I'd go, what's this? What's this? And I'd push it. Like, what is that? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's not it. It's down here. Oh, look, it's right there. You. The place would go nuts. You I would fucking. kill. It would go nuts. But here's the thing. And you know this here's was coming the thing. up I'm with a me. Hack. Yeah, okay. well, I, I had some on shit, stage. shit. But I always went up with some type of, I had some type of personality. You know, when I went up, I could sell some horse shit. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sell some horse shit. You know, yeah. Well, hey, Bob, we've been watching you like do Joe, it for twenty years. Who's forced to be funny because he has no personality on stage. Jesus, Joe, how do you feel about that? He really just took a swipe at you. Well, it makes well, me was a good swing. writer. <laughs> yeah, it was like a dig and a compliment. Yeah, yeah, I'm not offended by that. Uh, somebody tweeted that we should do. We should read some of the tweets that are coming in. <laughs> ah, fuck. What, I mean, why? I don't know if you, if you don't want to, we don't have yeah. to. I'm just saying somebody tweeted that. Well, it, it's gonna be. Uh, I love Three Joe. I love Bill. Epic fail. I love LOL. Joe. I love Bill. I hate Bob. I love Bill. I love Bob. Joe's a dick. Can I? Can I uh, read? Bill's some of it? got a fucking uh, is a fucking guaranteed. There's something about you being a redhead. Guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, no, all, they're all they they all, all right. just say nice things. All right, go not. ahead. Say, read them out then, baby. No, they're all, all just nice. Girl. They're go not ahead, funny baby. though. Baby yeah, so then let's continue ahead, with the podcast, yeah. guys. I have to, I'm actually doing the Opie and Anthony program. Well, a real radio show. Yeah, a real radio show. So Joe DeRosa, the breakout teen idol sensation, is not. Is not. I, Dude, I, I you realize I say that all over the fucking country, and the, there's a few people actually know the joke, but people always kind of look at me. Anytime I bring up cheat, yeah, like who'd you do the movie with? I go, oh, we did it with uh, Robert Kelly. And uh, the teen idol sensation from the Opie and Anthony program, <laughs> Joe DeRosa, and I just totally say it straight. And like, they always kind of look at me, waiting for me to laugh. And when I don't, they don't they don't say anything. We did that yeah. when we were up in Montreal when Joe Joe didn't come in that day because yeah. he goes did do his alt shit, right? <laughs> Isn't that what he did? <laughs> he really does. You are just a fucking alt hunk of garbage. Well, you know, I like to play both sides. I guarantee of the he has twenty twenty vision. Those glasses are fake. I guarantee uh, it. I bet if you put those glasses on, you you got those as Rickies. You can wear those. You know what? <laughs> a commercial just came on TV. I've been waiting ten fucking years for Albert Brooks to do a new movie, and then this is the goddamn movie he's doing. Some like car chase, Fast and Furious movie. Come on, man. What is he supposed to do? Again, I want to see him doing what he does. I like when he does funny movies. I love Albert Brooks. Oh, uh, have you gone to Lucky Jet on 51st, 52nd Street between 9th and 8th? I took no, him to Bob, the one on 14th. No, I don't live in this neighborhood. <laughs> I took him to the one on 14th the last time he was Lucky here. Lucky Burgers? Yeah. Ugh. Good. Fuck. You were there. Yeah, you were there. You said you just you, went. Me, you, and Nia went. Remember the place was all orange and yellow? We went after the that fries? Tribeca party. Oh, that was only all right. Dude, I'm so sick of people telling me like, five guys, burgers, and ah, fries. Five guys is Just the good. most no. greasiest shit ever. Five guys kills Lucky Burger. Five, really? Kills Lucky Burger. Lucky Burgers is way is better. From the makers of no. Pizza Hut. It comes five you, guys. I've never That's been to Shake Shack. Oh, dude. Is Shake Shack good? 
Shake Shack, and they got cheese fries, motherfucker, with a special kind of cheese sauce. That what do you, you mean a special kind of cheese? Never had before. <laughs> you turn, you doing a cow, black room again? They have, they have a no, I was. I, was, I couldn't decide if I was doing Buford T. Justice or a black guy. How about uh, we watch that fight? We watched uh, Smokey and the Bandit the other day, uh, the whole movie, but only Buford T. Justice parts. We fast forwarded through Christ, everything else. Dude. What was the line that was killed us? Well, I'd be delighted to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fun. But the funniest thing I always missed. Get in I, the I goddamn car. <laughs> <laughs> Put the evidence in the car. <laughs> yeah. You want anything to eat, Junior? Hush puppies, Daddy. We ain't got time for that crap. <laughs> Jeez, that's who Keith's been doing all these years. He's <laughs> <laughs> a black Buford T. Justice. How about the midget at the beginning, though? What's his name? Oh, dude, Paul Williams. Paul Classic. Williams. He goes like this. He goes, uh, good psychology. Why don't you say something about my mother? Your mama's so fat. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a legend and an out-of-work bum look a lot alike, Daddy. Oh, God. We watched just <laughs> Buford T. Justice parts in the night. It took us 20 minutes to get through the what, movie. What it, was Paul Williams, that's his name? Yeah. yeah. Was he a singer also? Singer, that's, that's songwriter, yeah. big songwriter. Singer. That's what I thought. Back and the, in the funniest day. thing in... What, what songs the, did he write? Shit, I forget. I, I Googled him. Uh, I YouTubed him the other day. Yeah. On my shoulder. No, that's John Denver, isn't Sorry. it? I think... No, he wrote, oh, he wrote a bunch of those happy. type of songs. And... The Snowman wrote the theme. So he was a songwriter too, big country guy. Yeah, yeah back Jerry then. Williams. Oh, Jerry, Jerry no. Williams or Jerry, Jerry Reed. Reed. I mean. Jerry Reed. Jerry was the huge. Opening song, which isn't. It's like, He's found it down. No, not that one. It up and trucking. It's the other one where uh, the beginning song. West Bama going what's the back song? to where we started. Oh, you're fucking me up, you cunt! I just no, had go ahead, it. Go ahead, do it. I just had it. It's gone. All right. You got the other one stuck in my head. Sorry. Oh, he wrote. Paul Williams wrote. Paul Williams wrote. We've only just begun. It's a good song. He wrote an old-fashioned love song. He wrote you and me against the world. Just an old-fashioned love song. All right, let's have a game. Now you got to sing the next one. First one who loses gets kicked in the cunt. Let's go. What's how's it go? Go. Wait, what did we do? No, I just sang. Just an old-fashioned love song. So what? Coming down in three-part harmony. But what's the game? You got to name the next Andy Williams song, and he has to, uh, or uh, Paul Williams, and he's got to sing. Get, just right. Stop cheating! Cunt. Stop cheating! Dude, it keeps you, me in the cunt. I'm not good at this shit. You I, don't, and, I don't have. You, you got three strikes. My memory fucking lasts two seconds. Don't panic. You and me against the world. <laughs> sing it, Bob. I don't know it. Come on, just give it a try. You and me against the world again. <laughs> shit, I don't even. Know. I couldn't tell if he was good. I have no idea. <laughs> no, no. Give me, give me the next one. Oh. We already did Old Fashioned Love Song and Rainy Days and Mondays. Rainy Days and Mondays always get me down. Wow. Oh, shit, right. You got that one, dude. All right. <clears throat> it's the funnest gayest thing I've ever done. He also wrote Rainbow Connection from the Muppet movie. How's that Rainbow go? Connection. No put it in my ass. <laughs> Kermit. Right? And then I Kermit. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Jerry Reed? Is that the other guy? Yeah, Jerry Reed was a, was a huge country star. In fact, Jerry Reed is a beast. Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking dude. I was in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was watching. Where were you? Nashville, Yo. Tennessee. One more time. Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> hey, wait. Um, Roy Clark, Jerry Reed, Glenn Campbell. These guys were like fucking country Eddie Van Halens. The way they played, they played that fucking bluegrass shit. It, I went what's to, his face? Roy Clark was on The Odd Couple. I went to bluegrass. The guy who owns uh, the Nashville, the guy who runs it. What's his name? What's his go. name? It the works. guy who runs the Nashville uh, fucking comedy room there. Oh, uh, Brian Dorfman. Brian. Fucking, you know, sports guy, hockey guy. Yep. He took us out to uh, bluegrass. 
the fucking old country bar one night. The first time I ever was there. And it was just the hillbillies with fucking overalls. Dude, those guys shred. The, 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 the little bang, 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 little fork thing in their mouth and oh, a the, harmonica. What's that little thing they put in their mouth and they ping it? What is that? A fucking rubber band? I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was fucking incredible. I love bluegrass. Crazy. No, those guys are insane. The level of... But Jerry Reed... Most northern white guys just look at him like he's the guy from fucking Smokey and the Bandit. But that guy was for, a for real beast, yeah, he was, beast of a musician. That's why he was yeah. in Smokey and the Bandit. That's what people, you know what I mean? Yeah, Burt Reynolds loved all those fucking guys. That's why he put all those fucking right. guys in it. Yeah. He, uh, ah, the fuck was I just going to say about, I can't remember. I thought that was Ron Howard. No, that's that fucking dickhead from I don't like that I don't like this fucking intervention show What a fucking You know And it's so funny too Because I, I had interventions done on me Five or six times I told them to go fuck themselves Every time And I just walked out of the room When did this happen? You were like in the third grade, Bob? 13, 14, 15 What were you on at 13? Like how did it happen? I could drink a case of beer by 14 By myself me and Frankie Paul. Bob's Castro. like the male Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were your parents like celebrities and they let you do coke at nine? Were you on the cover of like People magazine? I There's just re- I hung out with. I just got hooked up with. I was getting bullied in sixth grade, bad, and then I figured out you hang out with tough kids, and they don't bully you. So to hang out with these kids, I just had. They did all the shit, so I had to do what they did. Bobby Kelly is the. I, the I adapter. I know. I'm the chameleon. <laughs> I didn't want to do any of it. I fucking still hate alcohol. Hard alcohol, it's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why people oh, drink. I do, do you Bob. understand it? I, it's, it's poison. It's fucking uh, poison. Bob, it I get like it shit. just fine. Oh, no, Bob. You I don't know what you're talking it. about. You stand down on that, Bob. Fuck, you stick with your Drake's cakes. Fuck. Am I yeah. making fun of those fucking things? <laughs> oh, shit. Bob, it's the feeling. You pulled fucking Drake's cakes out of your ass. <laughs> One of the funniest fucking things I ever saw a guy do. It was uh, a Jeff Caldwell did the joke, and I won't say the comedian he did it say to. Say it. It's my podcast, no, not Burr's. I'm not. It's kind of our podcast. Our podcast. <laughs> I like the word kind of. Yeah. No, yeah. we have the same color windscreen, Joe. We're on the same level. This You're is right. like military. Bob is the red one to let you know right. that the... Uh, yeah. The big, the big steaming in the comic, room. It was a comic who's sober, and uh, he's been sober for a long time. And we all went to a bar after a show to hang out. And Jeff Caldwell goes up to the bar and gets a gin and tonic, and he turns and he sips it, and he looks at the guy and he goes, "Why, why would you give this up? It's so delicious." <laughs> it's such a fucking dickhead thing to do to a sober guy. Oh, God fu- damn. I, Bobby's a good sober guy. He, he doesn't bring it up. Although, if you open the door to it, Jesus. I, I don't fucking. Jesus. I, I, I fucking, I just don't get it. I, I don't care. I don't give a fuck that people do it. I just don't get it. Don't get what? Fucking alcohol. It doesn't taste good. Oh, Bobby. It doesn't great. taste good. It doesn't taste good. It's like caviar. Your, your tongue immediately goes, ugh. You, when you take a sip of hard alcohol, you can't drink it like something. Oh, like, that's you, dude. You were the girl drink drunk. You used to drink like peppermint schnapps. Yeah. No, I used to. No, I used you, to drank, you drank peppermint schnapps. You, You've talked you to me about me peppermint schnapps. Try, try, try drinking peppermint schnapps straight out of the fucking bottle. And uh, one sipping half of a pint. That's the way I used to drink. I didn't fucking get a cup. I used to take the cap, throw it in the garbage, and one sip yeah. a half pint. 
That's what I did. That's badass, man. I didn't like I remember schnapps. Sinatra and Dean Martin. They used to get that peppermint schnapps. Frankie, baby. And SoCo. I used to drink SoCo. I used pussy to Wild shit. Irish Rose. Pussy's all pussy shit, dude. <laughs> Wild Irish Rose? That's bum juice. That sounds like a fucking musical. That's actually whiskey and wine mixed. It's two fifty yeah, a bottle. Yeah, they took oh, the fucking... Please. Yeah, they took the bite <laughs> out of it. I love that you guys are fucking calling me a pussy. Big time. Uh, I was 13, drinking fucking uh, hard alcohol. I was a, a, bottle of absinthe I was a pussy because I wasn't drinking it in a tumbler. Dude, I, I, I with drank, two ice yeah. cubes. That's Everything a bottle you just of said, absinthe around an open fire, then I'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> everything he listed, I that tried one. once in my teens, and I thought it was it sucked. I just thought it sucked. Like I, I had a buddy of mine, he used to drink that, that peppermint schnapp shit. It was just like... Yeah. Oh, it was fucking awful. It was I awful, but the reason why I drank peppermint drink. schnapps... But it wasn't awful because of the bite. It was awful because it was like pure cane sugar. The reason why I, didn't, the reason why I drank it was because it was cheaper than uh, Jack Daniels or whiskey. Uh, why you get peach schnapps, for Christ's sake? I was, I was 13. I didn't have a fucking job. I, I was on the fucking... It's the same price, I'm saying. No, I didn't fuck with peach. I don't like peach. I don't like peach anything. When did you get picked on? Maybe you didn't drink like a girl. I didn't fucking get picked on. <laughs> I got picked on before I drank, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> I would have loved to bump into you, you fucking... <laughs> Newton cock. Admit it, you drank a bottle of scope once and that's all you fucking did. Neither one of you guys started drinking until you were fucking legal. I started drinking when I was 17. I just said that. I just want to see your dumb face when I said it. I took the bait too. I drank when I was 10. No, listen. I I agree with you that hard alcohol, yeah, of course you can't drink it the way you drink iced tea, but you're not supposed to, dude. It's an acquired taste. And it you you don't you're not supposed to drink it. But I also don't get I don't get the fucking I don't get the um, like you came down I don't Saturday get either night. one of you I've never seen him He comes You could tell when he was drunk Cause Joe usually comes down the cellar And he's Hey what's up He's got the fucking 11 In the, between his eyes <laughs> Little fucking wrinkle Cause he's fu- well, You know dude fuck, He came down dude, I've never seen him ha- He's like an angel Eyes wide Smiling Waving to people Hey what's up man Cause he was drunk He had a buzz going and I just don't get that. I don't get being different. Why were you were you a uh, were you a mean drunk? I was. Did I was, you become even meaner? I was a violent drunk. Yeah, I was a violent drunk. I did a lot of bad shit. I did a lot of bad shit. When I, I don't like how you're looking at me. Like I, I, I'm surprised by this behavior. But I, be, I bet you did some bad shit too when you drank. Ah uh, no, I was when a happy drunk. When you were a kid, that was, was a happy drunk. No, you drank I, in the woods, right? I, I did. I did uh, silly shit, dude. I, first of all, I grew up in the safe suburbs, so. It's just like there was there was nothing really to get in trouble with, you know what I mean? You'd fucking whatever throw a, throw a rock through a window. That was considered badass where I was. There was no like, dude, you were out there like robbing stores and shit. Yeah, but I, know, I I never wanted diddling. to do it though. The kids I I hung with fucking did all that shit, and they'd beat me up too. They'd fucking beat the you, shit you, out of but you. You probably deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> two of them. I was at the cellar two years ago. I'm just about to go on, and two of them showed up. My friends from when I was uh, drinking back in the day, they, two of them showed up fucking hammered. And right. they were like, kid, their voices were all Boston scratchy. Kid, where are you fucking? We saw your fucking name. You fucking lunatic, you fuck. And they're fucking hugging me and kiss. Dude, you going on fucking now? I'm like, I'm, I, I was like, oh, my God, what right. the fuck? And I'm like, I'm going on right now. If you guys hang here, I'll be done in 15 minutes. And I was almost like, I didn't know if this was cool or fucking, you know, this was, this was bad, you know? Right. And, of course, I got off stage. They were gone. They were fucking gone. They couldn't fucking wait to go to another it's, bar. Uh, I haven't seen them since. One of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me like that was 
I was doing dinner theater when I first started doing comedy. What for, kind of dinner theater? It was called the Sopranos. And very nice people. And it was a, actually a fun show to do. But, you know, dude, it's dinner theater. It's hammy. And it's not, it's not it seems like... Seems like it'd be right in your wheelhouse, Joe. But, you know, I had to dress hey, like a... I had to, like how's could, the Parmesan, Yeah, huh? yeah. I had to dress like a goomba and go do table work. Go table to table. People were eating. And we did and this... the sh- guy who doesn't like to fucking be friendly with the guy at Subway? Well, I was acting. <laughs> did you get upset? Yeah. Did you get upset with, like, where your name was in the, uh, in the brochure? I'll tell you a hilarious story, though. I think I've told you this before. Did you feel you had uh, enough credit in that show? Uh, no, I did not. And that's why I walked. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But I was... We had a big New Year's Eve show at this huge hotel one night. And I'm doing the table work, and I get to a table, and I realize it's all these guys I went to high school with. And oh. my friend Keith jumped up, and he grabbed me, he pulled me aside, and he goes, you're fucking nuts for doing this. I fucking love it, dude. Let's get wasted. Ah. Like, you know, and he thought it was cool. Thank it was, God. It wasn't like a fun... Here's the funniest story, though, dude. I, I think I've told Bill this off air before. So one of the characters in the show was named, they, made, they wrote this new character because it was a comedy show called Cousin Petey, and he was Tony's gay cousin that they never talked about on the TV show Yeah, because he was gay. And uh, so Petey would be the hit of every show. He'd kill everybody. He was everybody's favorite character, right? So this kid... Can't follow the over-the-top gay guy. Yeah. That's just always going to kill. This kid, Lev... He was just like a regular dude, but he was just doing this shit like, ah, eh, fuck it, whatever, man. You know, <laughs> you make money. So they started, they started making him be Petey, and he would do it. And he's doing it one night, and there, he's at a table doing like the gay jokes. And this guy keeps going, "Hey, you fucking fruit! Hey, go get me a drink, you fucking queer, you fucking pansy!" Right? <laughs> he's trashing. Like, Lev goes over to the guy, leads down into his ear, and he goes, "Hey, dude." uh... I don't know if you know this or not, but this is a fucking show. I'll beat the fucking shit out of you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> comes out of character, threatens the guy. Now you told me that. They report him, fired immediately. <laughs> Just booted Dude, out of the show. That, that piece of shit establishment that the other guy, hey, you fucking queer. Hey, you fag like that guy. I'm sorry, sir. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of your entree. He's allowed to be a complete homophobe. That was the point of that comment. Well, it was Listen, guys, it's almost 12. I have yeah, to get this up is, early. We're going to wrap this fucking thing up. This is the first live you know what? Do podcast. Um, Billy Burr. When is your sh- when is uh, Letterman happening? Thursday. Thursday night. Eleven thirty. Uh, for drummers out there, it ends with Dennis Chambers doing a uh, drum solo. And Billy Burr is going to be on Letterman, and That's you fucking right. killed it. Your third one. Sixth. Sixth. Yeah. Are you shitting me, dude? No. I don't. Well, know I'm, what an, the fuck. I'm an old guy. I've never done one. I, never, please don't take that out on your wife. I've, <laughs> I've never. I don't know. I've, I, you know, Brill called me one time and said the guys producers want to see you for fucking Letterman. I was like, great. I never went to him, and then they saw me. He, it, time went by, the two months, and then I called him. I go, hey, you want to do this? And he goes, well, I'm doing a showcase tonight. Come down, and then he just, he was like, yeah, dude, that one's good. That one's good, but you know, blah, and he blew me off. And uh, I just was like, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, there's shows that I've tried to get on and I never get on. It's just, it's just Yeah, but you know what bugged me about it is that I, I never even thought about getting on it. And then they called me. And I was like, okay, cool. And it got your hopes up. Oh, yeah. And then they shot there. you right the fuck I've down. There. I've oh. never done it. I've never done a, I've never done a legitimate f- set on uh, nighttime television. Joe, do you have any uh, live at Gotham stories you'd like to uh, share with us? Uh, no, I got... <laughs> 
No, like, like everything else I do, I did the last, literally the last episode of the last season of Premium Blend, and then they were like, we're going to make it better. <laughs> Live at Gotham next year. Oh, that's year. right. You did, you did Premium Blend. I always I do that. something Jesus, at the Joe's, very Joe's end. Joe's been around. Mm. At the old, very brother. end. You did Premium Blend. You're that fucking old. I did Premium it's Blend, of, too. I've done, and I, but I'm like you. I've never done any late night. I just submitted, and I, just, I, I can't. It just I did never works. And every, Conan, I did Co- they Carson, called me one it. night for Conan at Stand Up New York. <clears throat> they said, listen, Conan auditions tonight. We'd love to have you come down, close the show, and have you, you know, Conan people see you. I go up, waiting, waiting, waiting. Uh, the last guy goes up. As soon as he's done, everybody from Conan gets up and leaves as they're bringing me up. And I just, I lied on the stage and I was just like, why? I literally was just like, why me, God? Why me? Jesus Christ. And then I stood up. I go, I'm doing this set anyways. I prepared this set. I'm going to do this four-minute set right now for you. Why did they leave? And I did it, and it fucking killed. It was so perfect. <laughs> they just left because they weren't there to see me. Oh. These, they set it up. They lied to me like they were there to see me, right? They just wanted me to close the fucking show out. Uh, uh, dude, I tell you, Bobby had it the fucking, I don't know what the, who you pissed off, or what you did during your non-sober years. But when you first came down in New York, that kind of shit happened to you all, all the, the fuck. Bobby fucking, <laughs> that's why when, you, when my fan was shattered, I was just like, what happened? <laughs> what fucking, <laughs> what'd they do to you this time, Bob? That's why I was never able to believe that you were sleeping on the couch <laughs> and were so startled by a doorbell that you woke up into a, in a fluster <laughs> and my, my fan, dude, Joe, I'm telling you, there was, n- <laughs> like, there was no piece of the fan was left Bigger than like a size of like a half dollar. It was shattered. <laughs> it's like a fucking train hit it. That was a kill me. You sent me the fan blades and they're like within that little cage. Dude, yeah, I woke up in a fluster. Something's fishy there. Shut up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Joe DeRosa, Joe at JoeDeRosaComedy.com. Uh, the podcast uh, at GloryHoleRadio.com. Stitcher. It's on fucking iTunes. Leave, subscribe, all that horse shit. Um, you got any dates coming up, Joe? Yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing that. My my new album comes out on September 6th, and I'm doing a tour through the southeast of of the states. Uh, September 2nd through like the 18th or something like that. All the dates are listed in the show section of my website, JoeDeRosaComedy.com. And Bill, where out. are you next? I'm at the Stress Factory in New Jersey. When is that? Uh, this weekend. Oh no shit! Thursday through Sunday. Fuck yeah! Uh, you, you haven't been around there for a while, right? Maybe a little over a year. Dude, I've consistently done that club and, for like 11 years. I love that club. And uh, let's, I mean, let's fucking, you're doing Carnegie Hall, dude. Yeah, November 11th. I can't believe it. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That's, you, uh, you wait to see how that affects Joe's ego. He's on that <laughs> show. You wait how he Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I just feel like the way you have it written, I feel like I'm opening on this show. Is there any way that I could also be on the poster? Oh, God. <laughs> I guarantee he's going to want an opener for him. He's, can you, there is. No, I, yeah, I, I got me, him, and Verzi. Let me do it. Let huh? me open. Let him go up after me. What? See, it's just mean, though. Let me go up first. I'll open up. I'll uh, open the show. I'll do Joe, 15. It's have you mean. ever followed the wrath of Bob when Bobby wants? <laughs> this motherfucker, you did that to me, and I'll never forgive you for that. That time <laughs> when I was sick. I, I had a sitcom. I, I, was a, I was Not a sitcom. I had a, a lead role in an hour pilot. 
in San Diego, and I had a I, mustache. I had, he had a mustache. I hadn't done comedy in two months because we were filming this thing. Can I tell the story, Bob, before yeah, you do your fucking God, spin on it? God. Bob's shooting a pilot. I call him up. Congratulations. You huh? totally deserve it, dude. Hope it gets picked up, right? I have this gig somewhere down you know, San Diego, San Diego area. Yeah. I go down there. I'm sick as a dog. My, I can barely fucking talk. My throat's closing off, whatever. And I say, listen, man, let's hang afterwards. You know, Because I was excited that he booked it and was shooting down there. So he goes, dude, I'm going to come by the club. I'll come by the club. So we show up. I'm, I can barely even talk. He shows up with like three of his castmates, right, who right. are on the show. And he goes, dude, is it okay if I do a little bit of time? I go, no problem, Bob. Just don't go over your time and do me a favor. Go easy because I'm, I'm talking like, just go easy because I can barely talk, right? He's like, yeah, no problem, dude. He goes up there, Bobby Kelly's fucking greatest hits, yeah. hamming it up, fucking goddamn uh, uh, fireworks going off. <laughs> dude, the look on your face, you were so fucking guilty when you walked off stage. You just yeah. keep... You chose. You move. chose those your fucking castmates over me. I, re, you know what, dude? It really. Looking back on that, I really didn't want to. Uh, is, yeah, you're right. You did. You did. You're right. You fucking, but here's the dude, one thing you're Bobby leaving out. Fucking dis- he leveled this place. <laughs> here's the thing you're leaving out, though. The guy. I've been going down. The to, who? The guy. I've been going down. The guy. I've been going down to that place. Uh-huh. For a couple of ye- uh, well, a year before that, doing these gigs, <clears throat> you know, whatever it's a hundred bucks, trying to make some cash. This the guy who runs it was knew I was on a pilot, and it was the first time somebody actually treated me like oh Jesus like, Christ, get to the point. Uh, hey, you know what, dude? You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were wrapping I'm up the goddamn guy was podcast. On Just a time. We were up, we were up to the Bobby, plug. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I Bill, really finally, it. I really finally, appreciate finally. It. I've been finally, to, been trying to get on your podcast forever. The burr has come back to the podcast, Joe. Thanks for being on. Thanks for coming over. This is live. Thanks. We're going to be doing this once a month. Uh, maybe, you know, when we feel like it, we're going to be going live, so watch out for it. It's at gloryholeradio.com slash Robert Kelly. The, all the information's up there to uh, keep listening to the podcast. And uh, go to my website, robertkellylive.com. And that's it. I'll see you fuckers later. Thanks again for listening to another episode of You Know What Dude podcast on gloryholeradio.com. And make sure to check out all the other shows on the Glory Home Network. If you're using the Stitcher app, type in the word FART when you register. iTunes users, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you're a real fan of the show and you want to show your support, go to gloryholeradio.com slash Robert Kelly and hit the donate button. $10 will get you a shout out on the air. $20 will get you my first CD, Robert Kelly Live, not available in stores. If you have any questions, email me at robertkelly at gloryholeradio.com.